It's time to put on our creative hats because we're booking the greatest crossover wrestling show in the history of professional wrestling. This week on the Double Turn Podcast, and it starts right now. J-Man coming live and direct to you right here on a Friday night, recording a little bit later in the week, but I kind of feel, I feel good about it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the vibe. I'm chilling. If I only had a cigar with me, and it would be great, but my wife doesn't like it when I smoke cigars, so I quit a long time ago, but imagining it is still okay. I hope everybody's doing great. I am not riding solo this week, which is fantastic. Last week, we had the Thunderous Wizard from Hops and Box Office Flops join me on this wonderful ride called the Double Turn Podcast. And this week, we have one of my favorite guests who have been on with us a multitude of times, and they keep coming on because I really enjoy enjoy having them on. Excuse me. We have Wrestling with Respect is here. Matty Ice himself. And don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. She's still, she's still. Jenny from the block is on with us from Wrestling with Respect. What's going on, everybody? Oh, oh my God. That was, that was great. Perfect. That was, uh, all right, that's the end of the show, guys. All that's right, it. Later. That's that. I needed to make sure that I had the right lyrics to Jenny from the block in order for me to get that right. So, <laughs> and you got one take, folks. One take. You got it. Nailed it. Listen, oh, man. That, that was that was <laughs> great. We will always come back, man. We always have a blast when we come hang out with you, for oh, sure. I know. It's it's always a blast mm-hmm. having you guys on. If you guys missed it, actually, uh, like in like 15 minutes before night one of WrestleMania, we did hop on together. We had a little bit of a live session. We went ahead and kind of got ready for WrestleMania night one, which obviously has been now uh, a little over a, almost a month ago. Um, and what? boy, howdy, has mm. the WWE <laughs> landscape kind of changed up quite a bit, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Yes, it has. As uh, early as today. As early? Early? Recently as, as recently today. Recently as, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of great things. Um, there's been a couple of weird things. We're going to get to the weird things in actually just a little bit. But, you know, mm-hmm. I discussed over the intro, I said that we're going to be putting on, our, putting on our creative hats now. You know, that's easy for me to say because Ross and I have previewed and predicted a multitude of uh, pay-per-views over the last like four years of the double turn. However, this time is a little bit different where we are doing, uh, imagining if there were a a crossover show and we are going to be the ones that book it. We are making the matches. We're adding stipulations. If there are any, we're going ahead and you know, making sure that we put the right people against the right people. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll get into it once we start to discuss it. Shout out to Matthew for coming up for this wonderful idea. When he texted me, I was like, dude, you're a genius. We're going to do it. Um, <laughs> and we f- gave ourselves constraints too, to make it yes, a little bit more did. interesting. We didn't, so we didn't do nilly willy. We're not booking know. a two night show here. Exactly. You know? We did yeah. make sure that we're, we booked a nice, if you were to look at it, it would be, uh, which is a long show, but it's okay because it, we're, we're treating it like, like as if there were a WrestleMania quality style show, an all out style quality show. So it's going to, it's going to be a good one. We're really looking forward to telling you guys our thoughts. And I'm, I'm curious to see where our brains are at um, because we're both, well, all three of us are collectively very, very um, eclectically minded, I guess you could say when it comes to pro mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, yes. And even then, 
you know, because you guys booked the show together, but it'll be really interesting as it always is to know where you guys, you know, had differences and where you guys were on so similarly. I know that the uh, one of the last times you were here, um, actually, I should say the last time Jenny was here because Matt has been on with us well, an additional time afterwards. You screwed us over on the Four Horsemen episode, Jenny, but I'll let you slide. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Um, I cause trouble. Yeah, <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. It was, it, you know, it's always a treat to have you on with us, but it was really interesting because last time we did the uh, greatest NXT takeover matches of all time, you guys obviously did the three matches together um and we kind of came to the uh, you guys kind of explained to us that for the most part you guys had a consensus it was never oh uh, you got never nobody fought for another match more than the other you guys were really on on the same brain brainwave which was awesome to know so it'll be really interesting to see if how you guys booked this crossover show if it was the same thing so we'll get into that once we discuss yeah this was a this was a little different (laughs) oh i'm sure it was was, was was we laughed we cried this this was an easy street this time around I, I feel you because I'm. I, I had to do it by myself, and I, you know, I'll, I'll get to it. I had to make. <laughs> I had to pull a Vince, if you will, and mm-hmm. add as many people as I could onto one match because Ooh. I was like, "There's oh. no way I can leave this person off." You know what? That's funny because we were like, "How can we do this without we like, this person?" Well, we, we purposely yeah. said we don't want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. I tried to stay away from that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, and I'll we do have it. honorable mentions that we'll, yeah, we can mention at the end. You'll be surprised. There is one person that I really thought I was gonna that there. Excuse me. There was three people that I thought I was gonna add onto the list, and I didn't and i was like yeah wow i can't believe i left that person off this show but what are you gonna do um (laughs) yeah we left a lot of people off yeah Yeah. i think think our our, our card will surprise you i think i've got a hell of a card and i'm really excited to hear about yours but before we get to that there were so many things that happened over wwe and aew programming this week i don't even know where the hell to start but i think because it's such a cause for celebration um, especially for those who have grown up in this generation, those those millennials, um, those um, early uh, Gen Xers, those late Gen Zers, if you will, um, you've grown up with what is the greatness that is Randy Keith Orton over the last 20 years. And on Monday night, it was beautiful. We got to celebrate 20 years of Randy Orton, and it was awesome. The man is a myth. The man is a legend. I've already said it multiple times on this podcast, and I'll admit it one more time. He is in my top 10 greatest pro wrestlers ever. Not WWE, everybody. He's on that list along with Chris Jericho and a few others. But I'm curious to know, A, you know, what do you think of this run that he's been on these last 20 years? And where does he rank on your all-time list? And perhaps what are you guys' favorite Randy Orton moments? Because I've got a few. I go first. Yeah, sure. I mean, what's what's not to love about this guy? Randy Orton is the full package. He has the skill set. I don't. It's how, how can you argue about that? The man is a genius on the mic. He can cut a promo like nothing yeah you know he's he's not hard to look at either but i mean he's a good looking son of a gun (laughs) he's a good looking son of a gun he really is he's He's one of those guys and and i'm you know i'll I'll freely admit this because i'm comfortable with my sexuality at this point i'm a happily married dude like he's actually he's, gotten better looking as he's aged. He has, he has. Oh, yeah. He totally no. has. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> I don't know if it's the facial hair. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, all right, Randy, like when I'm 40, 
I think, what is he, 42, 43 now? I think he's 40 on the dot. I think he's 41. He might be. Okay, fair. Yeah. That may, you know what? I think he's like 41 or 42 because we're in 2022, right? He yeah. beat, yes. He beat Benoit at 24 in 04. So, okay, he he might be like 41, 42 because we're like about okay. two years away from his 20th anniversary mm-hmm. from when he first won the world title. That being said, though, I mean, he, he's a good-looking guy, man. He, he really is. <laughs> he's taking care of himself over the, least, yeah. over the last 40 years of his life, so mad respect to him. But I'm sorry to cut you off. I just need No, to- no, you no. I, I mean, it's it's a conversation. It's it's totally fine to worry about it. But, I mean, he he's one of those professional wrestlers where he knows how good he is. He has nothing to prove. He is willing to take the other guy and elevate the other guy. And I love that because not everyone – in this industry is willing to do that and he does it so effortlessly and he, uh, you can't not love randy orton it's true hey, wwe boy. fan or no wwe fan you got to respect the guy yeah you got to respect the body of work you got to respect everything he brings to the table and with me and with him i should say as far as i'm concerned it's something that is sort of a lost art and that's the psychology of of i'm um, working a match of cutting a promo, um, sort of that same class of, of style of psychology as like a Jake the Snake Roberts, just very cerebral, um, you know, methodical. That from tr- methodical, yeah. yeah, works his own style. And, you know, I would love to see him. I, I love him in WWE. He's synonymous with WWE. He always will be. But man, I would love, and, you know, we might talk about him later tonight. But I would love to see what he could Spoiler do alert. outside of WWE, working with some other guys, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think he and, – and another thing that I love about it, too, is I think that what he's doing right now with RK-Bro, I think he's having the time of his life. He's making a shit ton of money. You can tell. You can tell. He's making oh, a yeah, shit he's ton of money. He's comfortable. Sure. Yeah. He's comfortable working a limited schedule. I think everything is just falling into place for him, and you can tell. Well, it's just one of those things that he really has earned it. Like, and I know earn is a very, very, you know, that, that word gets thrown around in the professional wrestling landscape, right? And in WWE in particular. But if there's one person who has earned all the accolades, all the the money, and oh, yeah. even when you take away the money for a second, right? Um, because it, 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 he's just, he is one of the true goats, you know? Yeah. And, and, and to come from a, from a class that was so loaded that includes in the eyes of many the greatest of all time in john cena um that includes a guy that is becoming a hollywood megastar and dave batista and including the guy who many people consider the greatest combat sports athlete to have ever been conceived and I believe he must have been conceived by a woman at this point because, but I sometimes question it because Brock Lesnar is one of those guys. I think he may have been created in a freaking lab, right? Um, I think you're right. Yeah. But, <laughs> or, but yeah. that being said, at the same time, or by gods, something, somebody allowed Mrs. Lesnar to be able to go ahead and birth this child. But my point <laughs> is, you know, I mentioned Cena, Batista, Lesnar, and Orton still is yeah. up at the top of the mountain. It's pretty, pretty remarkable. Um, you know, and to take such an iconic finisher that belonged, or that is very, very similar, of course, to the great uh, Diamond Dallas Page and the Diamond Cutter, and then still make it his own, because there are massive differences between the RKO and the Diamond Cutter. And 
it's his that move is still synonymous with him while still allowing the diamond cutter to still be synonymous with diamond dallas page you know how hard that is you know how hard it is because i love sting let me be very clear i love sting but the scorpion deathlock is the sharpshooter and the sharpshooter belongs to bret hart you know when i think of mm-hmm. the sharpshooter i think of bret hart i don't think mm. of sting right but then sting was doing it first Sting was doing it first, but he doesn't do it as good as Bret Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they're two um, completely... All right, exactly. here's a tangent. A, a tangent. I mean, Sting's got about me. six inches on him in height. You know, it's a completely True. different hey, move. Listen, St- yeah. Sting is one of the goats, too, man. I love Sting. Yeah. Um, and he did preface out. that he loves Sting. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I did yeah. preface that. I want to make sure that, that gets out very clearly to everybody, right? But my point is that Randy was still able to go ahead and take the RKO and make it his own while still giving yeah. love to the diamond cutter. And it's, and it's really, really cool. So I'm curious to know, I think I know where you guys are going to go with this, but your favorite Randy Orton moment and your favorite Randy Orton RKO. You can go first. Oof. <laughs> Hit you with the Jeopardy music, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the dead air. No, it's okay. It's tough. It's 20 years worth of moments and RKOs, man. I mean, I got to go with this stuff with The Undertaker. Yeah, true. Probably. Um, favorite RKO. Man, probably. It's got to be. It's got to be the one on Seth at WrestleMania. Okay, fair. Coming out of the uh, coming out of the stomp. Out yeah. of the stomp. I mean, it, that is iconic. That's an iconic yeah, visual yeah. that is now yeah. part of WrestleMania lore. So, yeah, I feel that, Jenny. You know what? It's hard for me to pick one uh, to single one out, but I just I love that. You know, when he pulls out a good one, he pulls out a good one uh-huh. um, from out of nowhere. <laughs> but uh, I, I love how how creative he is with them yeah. and the 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 different uh, things that he could do with Actually, them. I know what your favorite one is. What? What, what yeah. do you think? Whenever one of his kids or his wife does one on him, dude. <laughs> can I just say shout out to Kim? Because obviously that iconic that, she, that 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 RKO that she did to him, I think it was either in, at the beach or at the pool or whatever. It was at that's the beach. Viral, I think it was at the beach. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. Like, and there's no help from Randy. He was just like, I'm going ahead and watering my arms because I'm a beast. Kim, bam. I'm like, all right, Kim. Look at what you learned in these last that's ten it. years worth of marriage. Shout out to you, girl. Um, it's really, I mean, a big really part cool. of that move is how you sell it too clearly and if how there's anybody can it. sell yeah. it it's him yeah, yeah. it's right. him yes. right. um, any favorite particular moments of Randy by any chance she's thinking she's like there's too many no I picked mine already I said the Undertaker he did he oh, said wow. anything yeah. with the Undertaker yeah, yeah. I want to make sure um, to give you your spot too sister thank you thank you thank you um, you know, I, I, I really like the more recent stuff that he's doing with, uh, uh-huh. with Matt Riddle. I, I love really? the back okay, and cool. forth, the banter with them. Um, so my, my favorite moment is currently what he's doing right now. You Cause like, you like the AJ style stuff too, that they did before leading up to their WrestleMania match also. I do. Really good stuff I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like uh, entertainment wise, I, I, I'm really enjoying, I'm enjoying this, uh, this one, True. this, this, this Orton. This version. That's gonna be so he, He's when killing it, man. The, the, yes, the, the, when he turns on Riddle, it's gonna be. So here's okay. Crazy. All right, tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to turn on Riddle. I want I Riddle know. to turn. I want, no, no. I want Riddle to turn on Randy. 
Oh, plot twist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want, dude, this this babyface run of Randy Orton should never mm-hmm. end in the same way that Cowboy Brock should never end. You know what I mean? Cal- I, I love want Cowboy Riddle Brock. To be I, I want to hate Brock. on Riddle and like adore Randy for the rest of the time. So WWE, if you're listening, have Riddle be the one that turns on Randy. Please, please. Anyways. Um, no, WWE needs, needs a major baby face. And I mean that that would push Riddle like to epic proportions if uh, if that would happen. Maybe ah, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, if he beats Orton at WrestleMania, yeah, I mean that's that's uh, yeah. But I mean you can't have him like heel turn on Orton. No, I, I don't agree with the heel turn. Sorry, man. I, no, it's fine. Hey, listen, know, it, just... it would have if it was a heel turn, it would have to be the most diabolical, evil heel turn. It would have to be a complete character change, as far as True, I'm concerned. But, but the yeah. thing is. If if Riddle were to turn on Randy, not to go on a diatribe about this, <laughs> we I, sure are. Yeah, so that's my it's on me. Um, but the thing <laughs> is, Randy's always been the one that turns on everybody. He turned on Edge, you know. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been turned on since Trips and Evolution did it to him when he won the world title from Benoit, right? Which one of my personal f- favorite moments, if I had to go ahead and pick one right there, is when he beat. Oh Benoit yeah, you pick Evolution yours. Okay, yeah. okay. That's that's me. And then my personal. Oh man. Uh, my personal favorite RKO is one that not many people give love to, but if you go rewatch it, which I plead people to do, is um, he RKO'd Dolph Ziggler out of a powerbomb position once on Monday Night Raw, and it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. And everybody talks about the shooting star press, and everybody talks about Seth getting RKO'd in midair off the curb stomp. Please watch him grabbing Dolph Ziggler in a powerbomb position and then having Ziggler jump and then him dropping him with an RKO, it's absolutely fan-freaking-tastic. And also, Chad Gable getting RKO'd off of, off of Moonsault is one of the most yes, incredible reasons yeah. in mm-hmm. life. And I didn't want to mention it because I would have been in the heat of the moment, but that is definitely a top five RKO ever to me, period. Um, but anyways, going back to Randy we haven't seen randy get turned on like this since evolution and he's been the heel we all know that he is but i don't know i feel like people are this is the closest that they've gotten to randy in 20 years and i don't want that to end you know (laughs) i like i feel like they would be even more hurt like if you want real raw emotion i feel like they would be so disrespected if it was riddle Mm -hmm. that turned on randy after finally randy for so many years admitting that he finally has a friend like that would be iconic and it would be iconic for riddle too because like okay you this is a perfect way to give yourself a massive villain and then you can be able to turn roman face in the next like eight or nine months and you've got yourself your mega baby face right there with a mega heel which you never expected that's just me i don't think that'll happen i think randy's gonna be the one that turns it's gonna make me cry but whatever it's fine <laughs> 20 years of rainy incredible you know incredible what? achievement to one of the goats i was i was thinking that um one of the iconic moments that i can remember image wise is uh it wasn't my favorite match i thought mm-hmm. it was a little bit corny i was expecting more when he did the house of horrors match oh yeah with bray wyatt but when he, oh, burned when he down burns the, the, house, the, shed, the house down, that is actually kind of cool thing and he was like posing in front of this burning shack yeah. of sorts that was pretty yeah. cool Listen, that i like that sucks. image a that forgettable feud, suck. yeah. A forgettable feud, but it had certain moments that were sure. yeah. that were pretty that cool. Was cool. I I agree with you completely. And even burning the fiend, 
like again mm-hmm. crappy feud but like iconic sequences that you're yes. like oh man that that's gonna be remembered forever so him lighting a human being on fire in the middle of the thunderdome like whoa um, <laughs> at least it's so randy like, okay cool bro <laughs> Um, but 20 years of Randy Orton, man, just an incredible career. Congratulations to him. And I can't wait to see like the next five to 10. I hope that we can continue to see the next five to 10. He seems ready to go for the next five to 10, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, we haven't been, and he's been healthy, which is most important. Yes. And he's had that, those troubles of like, you know, bad shoulders and stuff like that. And I think you, you hit it on the head, Matt, when you talked about his limited schedule, I believe that that's what is allowing him to stay healthier. And I hope that that continues to work out. So yeah. anyways, massive congratulations to one of the greatest of all time. Uh, another thing that we got a chance to go ahead and see on Monday night. Um, and I would talk about SmackDown, but A, it's happening right now. B, I believe I believe it was recorded because they're actually in Europe, yeah. If, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. By the way, thank God Bobby Lash is okay after that terrible, terrible thing that happened to him last night. Did where you the ring broke. Yeah, no, I missed that. Yeah, the was top that, ring, the top rope broke. Happened today? No, so it happened last was, night. He was facing Drew McIntyre. You can see it on Twitter, probably yeah. anywhere on social media right now. Oh, it's all over and, the place. And and McIntyre, I guess, I guess threw him into the ropes, mm-hmm. and the entire top rope snapped. And as he was going, he was mid motion, yeah. and he, you know, as you, you know, like, it was like a gimmick thing. It no, was like no, the no, no, that's a bit. The, the, the ropes, and broke. he fell backwards over the second rope to the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can watch it. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yes, bad. he is okay. He's a beast. They, 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 they definitely like. You could see Drew McIntyre like, oh my god, what just? And actually, it's funny. It's not funny, but this happened to Drew McIntyre a few years ago um, on, on a house show as well, um, where I think the some the ring ring rope broke in the in the middle of a match that he was in. Um, but yeah, you see Sami Zayn because obviously Sami Zayn and uh, Drew McIntyre are kind of having a little bit of a mini feud right now. But like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the ref calls up the X. Like, you, yeah, it was real. But thankfully, um, Bobby Lashley is a okay. But yeah, back somebody, to what I was somebody saying. Somebody got fired. <laughs> yeah, some somebody in in the setup definitely got fired or got their freaking asses chewed out by Vince, um, as they should because again, the yeah, health and no. se- safety of the professional wrestlers in that ring is the most important yeah, thing. You besides Bobby Lashley. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um but on monday night um yeah. whoop, whoop, whoop. all right i mean i now let me be very very clear that crowd did not give her the pop that she deserved there was a pop but mm-hmm. they should have been much 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 louder and i i was disrespected by that crowd the crowd was, <laughs> the crowd was terrible that yeah, was a terrible were. crowd it was because, a crowd all night, so you can't really judge it by. Yeah, I mean, even Randy, yeah. like they they gave Randy his love and whatnot, but like other than that, they were like really mild all night. And what should have been because everybody played their cards right in this segment. Like you know, Becky's out there cutting a terrific promo. You know, Becky and her mannerisms were great. The way that she dropped the mic and she was like, "Uh," she did not expect Oscar to come. I mean, obviously she knew, right? But it, it, it you know, there's a lot of history between becky oh, and yeah. oscar and i Unfinished am so pumped for round three um I just, i'm not mad at it like if you wanted a big women's feud that's not for the title to be presented on wwe programming you go with oscar and becky am i right yeah i mean it's you're seeing continuity over a long period of time with this because yep. there's unfinished business here yep. that they need to put a bow on which i like I don't understand. Maybe it's just me, but I don't 
really understand Becky's character right now. I don't know what's going on with her. It's a little weird to me. Hopefully, with Asuka coming back and them continuing this and finishing the storyline, maybe that will come into focus a little bit more. But um, I don't know. I'm just in the middle with Becky right now. I don't understand it. As a Becky fan, I actually feel you, um, which yeah. is crazy. Because it, it, they have this perfect opportunity, and Jenny, I'll let you hop in in just a second, but they have this perfect opportunity of making Becky go to that breaking point because she just lost a match for the first time since May of 2019. Like, a fir- like that, That's how far back you actually have to go to a one-on-one loss in a championship bout for Becky Lynch, which is when she lost the SmackDown Women's title to Charlotte at Money in the Bank. Um, and so if you want to book this right, you know, she should be going crazy because she lost to Bianca at WrestleMania in one of the greatest women's matches I've ever seen. Um, and what better way to push Becky to that breaking point than to a have her feud with somebody that she's only beaten once and barely beat and B it happens to be that person that she gave the ti- that she gifted the title to when she went on maternity leave. Like, do you mm-hmm. like this writes itself? So I hope that th- the Oscar part I'm not worried about. They're gonna figure out exactly what to do with Oscar. And babyface Oscar is probably the best version of Oscar, unless they go like killer heel, nobody can stop her type deal, right? But if you go with like a babyface Oscar, which who is hilarious, but then will destroy you for no apparent reason. That's the best version of Oscar, but Jenny, w- w- what are you thinking here? You know, Matt brought up some extra excellent points. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we very very excited for Oscar's return. We love Oscar. I'm hoping that she can you know help to elevate the the women's uh, division for sure. Please, Oscar, save us. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I what I, I I want them to book. I want them to book it right. I don't want them to rush it. Um, again, I get nervous when I see some of my favorite people come back because I don't want them to be disrespected. Um, maybe give Asuka a mouthpiece, someone who can, you know, do the talking for her and then have her do her spiel at the end where she just kind of goes at them and 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 Japanese and just, you know, and then tells yells at them you're and not stuff. Ready for Asuka. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> give me that. But uh yeah, I just I'm pumped. I'm excited. I I, I hope that that they're gonna do right by her, but this feud it writes itself, just like you said. So and they have a great opportunity here, a great opportunity here to peel the onion even further on this because if you can take Asuka and, and get her character sort of below the surface of what she is and dig into the personal, like, cause she's a mom too, mm-hmm. and sort of dig into this whole thing. You have a great story that you can extend over the summer months. I mean, honestly, like, yeah. you know, it's, there's a lot of potential here. You said, like you said, it writes itself and all they got to do is very minimal work to add a couple things here and there. The question is, will they do it? That's the problem. Well, the good thing is that, you know, Becky's one of those people that they um, cater to in a way. Um, and not saying yeah. because she's got so much influence. I mean, yeah, she's got a lot of influence. She's one of the four horsewomen. But it's they one do. of those things yeah. that, um, you know, they're going to, Becky's one of those people that they too tend to give one of the better storylines to because she's earned it, at least to me. Yeah. And Asuka, it, 
being in the position of one of the MVPs of 2020, um, being one of those people that to me is a, sh- should be considered on the same level as all four of the horsewomen, um, mm-hmm. equally, not below, equally. Like if you had to go ahead and have a, you know, top mark, it's the four horsemen and Oscar, and then everybody else falls in right behind. Um, but I will have to wait and see. But I think that they, they they this can cater to a lot of people, and because they've done so well in the p- previous two installments of this rivalry, um, they they can, there's not a lot of ways that they can find, that they can actually lose here. Um, as in WWE creative and then giving it to the fans. So here's to hoping that Oscar and Becky delivers on all fronts. Um, a couple other things that I want to make sure that we went over tonight. Um, Cash Wheeler and Dax Shepard. F-T freaking R. Man, oh, man. Did you just call him Dax Shepard? I did because, oh, my <laughs> God. Excuse me, Dax Hardwood. Ah. I mean, I like Dax Shepard, but I can't say the ring with Cash Wheeler. <laughs> Say WrestleMania, man. I got no celebrities here. <laughs> Although, good idea, maybe. <laughs> Definitely just call him Dax uh, Shepard there. By the way, we're gonna have to edit that out because I just want to unplug my microphone, my, my headphones. I did call him Dax Shepard because I'm an idiot. Dax Harwood, excuse me. Shout out to Dax Shepard, <laughs> husband of Kristen Bell. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Get more different Anyways, than the two uh, Dax Harwood, FTR. Um, they uh, were in a match for. Um, a qualifying spot spot for the Owen Hart Cup um, in AEW, and uh, they had their match. They opened up AEW Dynamite um, this past Wednesday night, and um, it was just one of those more, more emotional raw matches you're going to go ahead and see in your lifetime. You know, two guys that have been best friends for the last 10, 15 years, um, two guys that form, to me, the number one tag team in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was incredible. And, and, and two guys who completely epitomize what Brett and Owen Hart and the whole Hart family have been trying to portray for the last like 40 years, which is, you know, just great professional wrestling. And yeah. which is what a little, what a special 12, 13 minute match we had on Wednesday night. And it was just great to see. And, you know, I, I said the, the week before when they announced it, and I was like, somebody call, can we, I literally said this on Twitter or may have said it to some of my friends. I, I, I don't think I actually put it on Twitter because it sounded kind of stupid, but I'll say it now. Can you call <laughs> out a robbery before it's even happened? Because <laughs> God damn it, these guys stole the show. There was no way that anybody on, on IEW could be able to go ahead and, you know, they, this should have main evented, at least to me, but I mean, yeah. they chose their main yeah. event and that's fine, but yeah. it was great. I, I don't know about how you guys felt. It, I was just like, Dax and Cash. Thanks, guys. You guys rock. <laughs> Give me first? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was so fun to watch. The uh homage that they that they paid. I mean, it was it was cool. And as soon as they started, I told Matt, I'm like, this is gonna be like a well-orchestrated dance. It's gonna just rock because these guys know each other better than anything. It's gonna be a near perfect either, match. No, they didn't. And I love, and it was just, it was great. And I love the respect that they showed, you know, they fought a little bit and they, they shook hands, got the crowd going a little bit. And at the end he like rolled over and was like, you know, you know, good job to you. It was nice. It was great. It was just great. I mentioned this to her too, during the match, like you got to know that this was on their bucket list. Oh yeah. The moment this tournament was announced. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, can you name? Can you ever remember in the in all the years you've watched professional wrestling, um, and 
ever a wrestler or a team have a month like these guys have had, um, you know, with the two matches they had with the Bucks and the Briscoes and then this now and how they've just become these ultimate baby faces just all of a sudden out of nowhere. And, you know, I'll throw Wheel of Utah in there too because that, that guy's had a hell of oh, a yeah. month also. Yeah. Um, but, geez, I mean, just what a – just a complete – uh, honors course in professional wrestling was what that match was. I mean, the the shirt six star FTR. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of a better shirt in my life because that. I'm not saying that their match was six stars on Wednesday night. That's not what I'm saying. No. But if you could go ahead and like pick out an almost perfect month for someone, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it's this. And by the way. No, to answer your question, I don't think I have. And by the way, we've seen crazy, crazy months from people. We really have. You mentioned Wheeler Yuta. Shout out to Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. Because um, he, I mean, he, that dude had like the six week run of his career, right? But we're like, you know, we're seeing an iconic run from Roman Reigns. Now, this is different, right? Roman is on this run of like nearly two years where he's like untouchable and it's been remarkable. And, and, for the most part, it's had its really, really big highs and very, very, very little lows, almost no lows. But this little stretch of like two months where FTR has done this beautiful, well-done babyface turn where they have left the pinnacle and they still have the respect in a weird way of Wardlow, you know, because Wardlow also is a massive babyface going on in AEW right now. I can't oh, yeah. wait for MJF Wardlow. That's going to just, that's going to slap so much. Um but it's it's just been great and you know that match that they had with in at at, um with the briscoes you know you look at that whole entirety of the weekend uh because i believe that happened during wrestlemania that it happened on friday night of wrestlemania weekend you know and you looked at all of that entire weekend like there were some bangers but the fact of the matter was that even though Cody and Seth stole the show, even though Becky and Bianca stole the show, even though um, Stone Cold and KO stole the show, you still had the opportunity to still discuss the greatness that was the Briscoes and FTR. And then how, somehow, some way, they had enough energy to pull out a match of the year contender with the Young Bucks on AEW television. I was like, yeah, y'all rock. Like I love the Usos, but the number one tag team in the, in the world right now is FTR, and I don't think it's close. I would I would put the Usos right at, now. at two, yeah. But it's the FTR mm-hmm. is one, a hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah. So and it, I was telling Matt, like, think about where where they were in, in WWE, like shaving each other's backs or whatever yeah, that, that, that stupid that, segment those last was. Those months were rough. You Freaking. Know? just punishment those last couple yeah. months which is and, unfortunate and, because before yeah. the whole shaving the back segment you know they were in this team with randy orton where they were feuding with yeah. Kofi when kofi was wwe champion in the new day like have they kept that going a little longer like mm-hmm. that was like set to be really great like it was good and they had barely done nothing which is unfortunate right, right? but yes you're absolutely right the fact that they've come so they turned it completely around and gone yeah. from the best tag team NXT had ever seen to, you know, multiple time champions in the, on the WWE main roster, but then they hit the lowest of lows and then to be back at the top of the mountain once more. Yeah. I mean, you can't, 
they're they are they are one of the greatest teams we're going to see in our lifetime they really really are so it was great to go ahead and you're right that was a bucket list item for them and it was a bucket list item for us as fans of them so oh, of course oh, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't know it was until it happened until it happened like no, they were yeah. like that was something i didn't know i needed and now i know that i need it and give me more yeah <laughs> um, but at the same time i don't want to see a rematch at least for a long time because it was that damn special and they need to keep it that way and they're one of the few tag teams i would say never break them up ever you cannot no break way. up ftr no, no. agreed no forget i haven't even plugged social media yet let me go ahead and do so right now uh you can go ahead and find the double turn podcast on instagram at the double turn podcast you can also find us on twitter at tdt wrestling pod the double turn podcast is can be found streaming on apple Podcasts, spotify spotify google Podcasts, uh stitcher radio public Amy Graph, as well as several other that's how it's going to go from now on that's not spotify anymore i'm copywriting spotify going forward <laughs> <laughs> you can find myself at the one and only jman19 on instagram um you can find boss ross putting up uh instagram videos of uh a digital ddp doing um diamond cutters to everybody you can find him at ross the real boss 85 on instagram shout out to ross i love you buddy and then of course uh we've got jenny we've got matt wrestling with respect where can they find you guys and uh your both the podcasts um so you guys can find me jenny on instagram at the real jenny lala and you can find our wrestling podcast on at wrestling with respect my boy yes and you can find me of course uh well not the whiskey possessor anymore so that changed yeah that I was noticed. a whole thing on our that was a whole thing on our on metal rock and whiskey show we had a whole eulogy for my old twitter old twitter handle or my old instagram handle. handle yeah uh yeah so uh not that i'm still not obsessed with it that's just not the most important thing in my life but you can find me at iconic dad 24 7 that's the most important thing that is oh, the most important twitter. and you are an iconic dad my friend you are thank I, you sir I, yes, thank you 24 7 yeah all day every day baby both yeah. of you uh, and uh, i'm to, to my god speaking of children i don't know if you can hear you. that they're definitely coming to the microphone. <laughs> i am so sorry they're just having a good time that's all right. and night. on twitter at respect pod sorry of course uh great twitter yes. follow uh many 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 exchanges between us in a good way usually about 98 percent of the time we're a little most likely on the same page which is actually kind of hilarious um, 98 yeah 98 that's a really high percentage <laughs> but that two percent that two percent usually it's yeah. usually regarding charlotte flair <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, in general yeah. I, i'm curious to know whether or not charlotte flair is going to go ahead and be on the card tonight for you guys because she is on mine so not to go ahead and speak too mildly but to get to our main topic for the <laughs> evening which is basically going to take up the rest of our episode and i'm looking forward to it we actually matthew came up with a brilliant idea a few weeks ago um when i invited him to come back i needed the help and plus i love having them on uh the last time matt was on was back in november if you haven't caught the four horsewomen special you for the love of god should because it's literally one of the best episodes we've ever recorded here on the double turn podcast and thank you for matthew for being on that show unfortunately jenny wasn't able to join us but she would have made that episode even better um but she did message me and she told me she was very proud of us matt so i was very appreciative of that um awesome yeah but uh and of course you know you can listen to all of our other episodes that we've done with wrestling with respect we've done a state of the women's union uh the state of the women uh episode uh we did that all the way back in march of 2021 we've done a tdt classic series where we discussed the greatest women's wrestling matches in wwe history um we did an episode where you know we talked about it earlier but um 
uh, we did the greatest NXT takeover matches um, of all time. We did that with our buddies at Through the Table, who will be joining the double turn very, very soon in the coming weeks. Very much looking forward to their return. But um, the, the whenever Matt and Jenny come on, we usually do our best to try and come up with something fun, creative, um, something that we very rarely um, discuss um, on the podcast. I'm not saying that we're not creative. On the contrary, we very much are. But we try to go away from the norm when they come on because there's just a lot of creative creativity between the three of us really and so matt texted me he's like yo man i've been uh thinking of a great uh crossover list of the greatest aew versus wwe potential matches that could ever happen and i texted him back and was like matt you just came up with the topic for our episode and he's like did you did you were you really thinking that or what and i'm like no 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 you did that all by yourself. I give you full credit. <laughs> I wish I could have come up with something that great, but that's exactly what we're going to do tonight. Matt, myself, and Jenny, when she comes back, are going to be going over how we would book the perfect AEW versus WWE card. Um, I'm curious to know where you're even hosting this thing because I have no idea where I'm hosting it in my head. I have a, I have an idea of where I could host it, but I'll be curious to see to throw add that little wrinkle on it, but. What made you come up with this idea? Because um, I want to go ahead and stall a little bit before Jenny comes back, of course. But what came, made you come up with this idea? Were you having a bored day at work? Or what's up? Yeah, it was just on the couch and just opened the notes app in my iPhone. And I was just effing around, you know, thinking of all the rosters. This is before the Ring of Honor acquisition, obviously. And, you know, NXT, WWE versus AEW. What could I come up with? What matches do I want to see if there was a super show between both brands? And then, you know, I went through and, you know, five matches, 10 matches, 12 matches, 15 matches. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot this guy. You know, who could I pair him with? And then all of a sudden it became a thing. And before you knew it, you know, in my notepad, I had 30 matches and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Holy shit. You could do like a three-night supercard with this <laughs> if you really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but that was the genesis of the idea. And I would go back and look at it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, oh, okay, Cody's not, you know, in AEW anymore. Now I got to take him off. Like, I would, I would like update it when sure. I had like free time. Uh, but, <laughs> and then that was the text out of the blue where I was like, you know, wow, I just screwing around with this. And you're like, oh, yeah, show idea. There you go. And of course, we gave ourselves some constraints for this episode just to yeah. make it more interesting. Have to. Yeah, you heard course. it. It was original. This was thirty something matches. Like Thirty-two, I think. I got up to. I look over outside. and see Matt like giddy on the couch texting. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, well, we're gonna be on double. We're gonna be on. We're gonna be with uh, with Jorge soon. I'm like, okay, all right. What, what's the topic? Let's do oh, it. <laughs> well, let me ask you this: um, What's your favorite wrestling city in the world? Is it where you currently reside, or is it somewhere else? Because no. you both are East Coast kids. Dad's throw, throwing a monkey wrench into well, the I whole mean, thing. I didn't even think about well, what I, we would do it. Here's the thing. I think the venue is very important. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know? 100%. Yeah. I mean, I've seen shows, I mean, just personally. I've seen shows in Miami. I've seen uh -huh. shows in Brooklyn, New York, Jersey. Manhattan, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean... There's a lot Are of great you, wrestling cities. It's pretty there tough. There is. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. so I'm going to help you out because you are a Rangers fan, if I'm not mistaken. I am. So I, why I don't it. you host your show at the Garden? Nah, too small. 
Too small? Okay. Oh, you I know was what? thinking a stadium. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? Minute. You know what I've never seen a wrestling show be held? I have never seen a wrestling show be held at Yankee Stadium. They should, hmm. you, Matt and Jenny's Wrestling with Respect with AEWWE crossover. Thank you for that hashtag, <laughs> my friend. Yeah. I think you guys should go ahead and book yours in the Bronx. I don't hate I'm it. I'm not a fan of the new Yankee Stadium, though. Oh, or the old yeah, one, I'd say maybe. That's fair, but I, I would much prefer it to, um, to, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the Met Stadium. What's it called? City Field. City Field. Thank you. I kept on going back to Shea. And I was like, it's not speaking, Shea. Speaking of which, just small tangent, non-wrestling related. The Mets right now, I'm sorry, I have my phone. If you see me okay. peering off to the side, they are two outs away from a no-hitter right now. Top of the ninth. So it is a combined no-hitter, so it would be, oh. yeah. But they've only had one in their history. So we were nice. hey, together listen, in, I, our, um, in our old apartment. Yes. I'm not, a, number two. I'm not a Mets fan. But I do love me some Frankie Lindor. Shout out to PR. Always in the building. Oh, yeah. Forever. Forever in a day. Well, well, yeah. Um, you know, just in case people were wondering, you've got one and a half Puerto Ricans on this show. You got half a Colombian <laughs> and a full Italian. Like it's about That's to get right. crazy, y'all. Um, Italian Irish. <laughs> Italian Irish. Oh my yeah. God. You are truly the Irish man. <laughs> That's great. I am. Um Anyways, All right. so back, back to wrestling. Sorry, back to wrestling. Um, so do you you don't like the new Yankee Stadium? Do you want to hold it at MetLife? No, you know, you know the first, when, you, when you mentioned venue, you know the first venue that came to my mind where Michigan Stadium. Really, where the Wolverines play. Yeah. Okay. Hundred fifty thousand. Hundred fifty thousand. Hey, oh, dude, they were they, with our cards. They fill they'll it. fill it. They'll fill it. You got to do it in the summer though. Got to do it in the of summer. Of course, yeah. So, That's awesome. where would yeah. your venue be? That's a tough I'll one. Michigan Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. You know, I'm in, everybody knows we're in Arizona, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Phoenix is actually a very underrated wrestling city. Um, but this is a big one for me. If you're going to mention, I'll tell you what, if you're going to mention Michigan Stadium, I'm going to go ahead and say, let's do it at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. That. Very it's, old stadium, it's bigger than a lot the Coliseum, and it, yeah. there's even more history at the Rose Bowl than there is at the Coliseum, and there's a lot of history at the Coliseum. Hell, even a WrestleMania was held at the Coliseum. Um, but, you know, yeah. Um, so my card is going to be held at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Boom. Okay. Love it. Do you guys think, do you guys think before we start, are we going to have any overlapping uh, matches? I think we're going to – Matt says he thinks we'll have one. I think we have – we'll have one. I think we'll have, I kind of outed you out on something and I'm curious to know what you're going to do with it. I think we'll have two. Okay. But okay. I, and by the way, I say outed. I mean, like I called him out, not that he told me whether or not that was the case. I okay. feel like he should go here. You guys should go here and you're not. And it's going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. This is this conversation okay. is going to go down. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, uh, you guys are the visitors. I would like for you guys to go ahead and start off. Actually, uh, let's lay out the rules right now. Do you want to okay, book yeah. your card out straight, or should we go one by one? One by one. I was going to say that. Yes. Love it. Yep. Because there's too much listening for one person if you're running out of twelve matches yeah. and storylines and stuff like that. And we yeah. have it in order. Like we have it in order. We would as chronological I, order. I, I okay. Sure. He he texted me that. Let's try and book there, it in order. And I, was like, I have an opener for sure. So okay. okay. Match we one. disagreed on the we did disagree on the opener. We'll we'll get to that. Oh really? They okay, cool. So what do you guys want Yay. to call your show? So are you guys wrestling Ooh. with respects presents? Uh, so I know they've used this back in '97, but I called it one night only. Ooh, I like it. Okay. I, okay. Yeah. 
yeah. live from Michigan Stadium in Ann Arbor, Michigan. 137,000 yeah. strong are here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like, I like, I like Michigan Stadium. You, you, you want a bigger city, but I mean, like, dude, they would fill that in a second, man. They would. And it's not too far away from Detroit, which is one of the better wrestling cities in the world. So I'm, I'm cool with it. I am. Absolutely. All right. So what's opening up one night only? You do the first one. No, you do the first one because I think you'd really like this one. Oh, here we go. You would really like this one. Okay. Here we go. Right here. This is going to surprise you. Here we it's go. Gonna surprise you. The opener, one night only. Sammy Gavada with Tay Conti versus Angel Garza. Boom. I am not mad at that at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking not- about Angel. As part of the tag team, I'm talking about Angel Garza. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The cru- former Cruiserweight champion. Cruiserweight champion. Angel yeah. Garza. No, yes, but, we but, got the no. Spanish God versus the Lethal Lothario. Oh, man. That would be a banger and a half, yo. Think about, you like, know, the energy when they're opening it up. And, uh, that would get and you crazy. Could hype. Yeah. yeah. Build the story around Tay Conti, man. Sure. Simple. Oh, he gives her a rose, rips off his of pants. Course. You got your sports entertainment, you got your match, you got everything in that match. And Ty Conti is playing this heel role perfectly, which I'm glad Mm -hmm. that she just went ahead and said, screw it, we're going there. I I like it. You know what's hilarious? I've got Sammy Guevara on my opening match, too. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yes. Wait, are we we counting that as a match, or does it have to be the, the, the pair? I think think it's got to be a full-on match, but I'm happy that we're on the same brainwave. I'm curious to know, you got a match between Garza and Sammy. Who's going over? Wow. You know, I didn't think about finishes in this whole thing. I did. I shockingly enough did. God, sorry. That's all right. I got to put Sammy over. Fair. I was gonna say Angel just because he gave me a kiss when we uh, when we when we saw him live. Oh come on, that's just that's not fair. He's my boyfriend. That's bias. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I think you know what? I think a perfect way to continue to get heel and heel Sammy and heel Ty over is to have them continue their winning ways. So I'll agree with you. I think I'll go with Sammy getting the win as well. Yeah, I like it. That's a great way to start the mat the start a show. Surprising. You wouldn't think I would put Angel Garza on my no, card. No, no, no. But he's, all the... he, he's one of the better wrestlers on the roster, dude. Absolutely. And, uh, he, he, he's he got to be well. He's definitely well respected out there. So my opening match, and it's a shame that she had to walk away from this because I really wanted to get her reaction like in the moment. But, you know, I discussed the fact that I, I too have Sammy in my opening match. I have a fatal four-way ladder match. Ooh. opening up the show with the stipulation with the stipulation and a fatal four-way hey listen man it's sammy you know as much as i hate what sammy's doing right now outside of the uh, of, of pro wrestling i love him and respect him as a performer so i'm going with the fatal four-way ladder match to open my show jenny okay. um it's sammy versus ricochet versus mustafa ali Oh, versus Darby Allen. Damn, he went all in at first. You ever see like that? You ever see like you know what this reminded me of when you're reading those names off? You ever see like that meme with Vince, like where he just (laughs) yes, yes, and and as you add the guys, I'm just like, (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, please make that a oh some kind of a pro- promotion so for I, I literally I was I was thinking that I was like, you know, Sammy's gonna have to go against one of WWE's high flyers because that's the mm-hmm. perfect I was like, but there's too many high flyers in WWE that are iconic right now. But iconic is a strong word, but that are great, right? But then I was like, well, hold on. I can't like give all the love to Sammy and then completely leave Darby out in the cold. I was like, that's you know, dark. There's a there's a legit question out there of who's crazier. Is it Sammy or is it Darby? You know, mm. and sometimes you go with Sammy because he's freaking doing six thirties off a ladder and then landing on his neck. But then, you know, you got Darby, you know, telling Jeff, oh, Jeff, this is safe. Like, sh- shut up, Darby. No, it's not. Only you think it's safe. And then you got Ricochet. dude. Take my money. Oh my god, that's that. that I, nice I pick. God, that that match happens one day. Um, who's winning? Who, who did I put? I just put opens the show. If you know what, I got Ali. Okay, All right, fair. I you like know? it. I he like it. It could be any. Program. It could be any one of those guys. Any man. One of those, those guys. Those guys wouldn't even need a lot of time either. No, like, they wouldn't even need minutes. a lot of time. Give ten it ten minutes. minutes and it'll steal yeah. the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I'm so awesome. glad you guys like that match. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think to do a fatal four-way because in, in a fatal four-way, you have a WWE guy and WWE guy facing each other. So I was like, I didn't even think to do that. But the only reason why I decided to do it that way to kind of give you my thought process was because, you know, it, Vince is bringing in his best troops, right? And so let's say he brings in Ricochet. But then Ali's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's not even the best high flyer in the company, let alone the business. And then, boom, fine. You both are the two of the best. And then Tony's like, well, if Vince is going to have two of his best, I'm bringing in two of my best. And boom, Sam Darby. It makes total sense to me. I, it's perfect. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I just wanted to make sure I thought outside the box. I figured you guys were going to come out swinging. I need to go and come out swinging just to keep up. So, boom. Wow. That's, yeah, you came out swinging all right. I, did, I, I, I you know you guys Swing you guys bring me up a level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's next on the card? All right, I'll do this one. Okay. Okay. So we went to a tag match. Ooh, love our it. second match on the card. Okay. okay. So we have New York's own Santana and Ortiz represent. Holla. Mm-hmm. Of course. Versus the Usos. Nice. Yes. Not even mad at that. I, I know it might not have be where you go, but I just think these teams are similar yeah. in the swag, man. Absolutely. Like, I want to see, and I think this would just be a knockdown drag out match. They would throw down. 100%. They would throw down. Um, I would I would go out on a limb and say very similar tag teams, very mm-hmm. similar styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the USOs might have a little bit more of a high spot game, but man, dude. <laughs> I don't know even what else to say about this match, but the promos, everything would be just perfect. Oh, dude, the promos would slay. Yeah, and just I forgot about the promos. I forget that Cynthia and Ortiz can talk. (laughs) Oh my god! So match number two, like the best promos in tag team. Yeah, tag team wrestling, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's saying a lot because FTR can talk. Um, Do I dare say there's a lot of like street cred? Yeah, with there's these a lot two of teams. Here. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I've got a tag match that I'm not going to put quite on the show just yet. My second okay. match, I'm going to go. This is a heavy hitter. Um, yeah. Mm. You know, if I, you're going to be, I don't think you'll be shocked. 
I added three women's matches to my card. Okay. There was, there, I mean, there's so much talent on both sides that there's no way that I couldn't have added this little and given justice. Mm-hmm. I'm going Brit and Sasha. Brit and Sasha at, oh, at the name of my show, which is going to be The Double Turn. Oh, yeah. Oh, a little yes. self promotion yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and there's a, I actually have, I've got a double turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the double turn presents the double turn uh, live from Pasadena, go. California at the Rose Bowl. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, Britt Baker and Sasha Banks. And uh, two I'll of the most, you know, two of the most gifted women's wrestlers on the planet today, one of them being one of the greatest of all time. Brit mm-hmm. is the face of the AEW women's division. Um, yes. This is this is a clash of of, of titans in a, in in a, in a way, um, and them, you know, it being I don't want it to be oh well that's too low on the card. No 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 no. On the contrary, they deserve to go ahead and be seen as mm-hmm. quickly as they need to because people paid their hard earned money and doesn't matter where you place those girls on the card they're going to deliver um, yeah so mm-hmm. and i would have uh i yeah i put on here that sasha would go over on brit make her tap out to the bank statement so uh sasha versus brit i love I like that it. i love that image of of brit tapping out to perfect to the bank statement i love it yeah yeah after after brit puts her hurting on sasha by the way oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. They, yeah, I give those two very, girls 15 minutes for sure. Very interesting match. Very yeah. interesting yeah. indeed. Yeah. Awesome. So where are you guys going to next? Okay. You're up. By so way, I just we, noticed we that you're watching up. the AEW hoodie, Matt. That's awesome. Oh, dude, this thing, Such I, a G, I, never dude. Take the, I never take this off, man. That's awesome. <laughs> it's so comfy, pre-shrunk. So nice. Beautiful. Love to see it, man. Yes. Sorry, Jenny. My apologies. <laughs> I did not mean to interrupt. I just How noticed that I popped. How dare you? I know. So <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, no, Matt, Matt loves his 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 zippy, right, honey? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, we're, we come out. We came out strong. Our, our high flyers. We have our, you know, Santana Ortiz Usos. We're gonna hit you with Orange Cassidy versus Matt Riddle. Oh my God, bro, bro, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Sports entertainment at its finest. Professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, those two just guys, get it. They just yeah. get it. They get it, and they can be silly. Yep. But they can throw down. Hundred percent. These guys can wrestle with anybody. Yep. Absolutely anybody. Matt Matt Riddle is one of the most match. underrated performers on the planet. And so is Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Orange yes. Cassidy is a completely underrated. And wrestler. they're so young; they're just going to get better and better and better. I mean, you know the fact oh, that yeah. Matt, that Orange Cassidy can do things with his hands in his pocket. I know like that's that like when you can do a tope suicida with your hands in your pocket, like mm-hmm. that's talent. I'm not joking. That's a lot yeah. of talent. Yeah. So I like it. And who's going yeah. over on that? Uh, Matt Riddle. Mm. I think mm. Riddle's going over. Interesting. Okay. I think from a legitimate standpoint, I think it has to be Riddle as well. I'll agree with you. Yeah. I like it though. Cassidy and Riddle. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's I'm just see. I, again. I'm trying to be fair here. Sure. I, I with the entering work, but also with the entertainment factor of it as well. As I far agree. as a build goes. Oh yeah, that's gonna be yeah. fun. Um. Let's see. What Number do I got? Up All right. What you got, dude? 
you know what? I'm going to put my tag team, one of my two tag team matches, or excuse me, I, I have three tag team matches, actually. One of them being a bigger tag team match, but I'll leave that for later on. One of the okay. first tag team matches I will go with is uh, a match that we've actually seen on WWE programming before. And I, you guys probably know where I'm going with this. However, one of the teams is now on a completely different level and the other one is become an icon in the tag team wrestling world. Um, it's FTR versus the New Day. Um, mm. And okay. it would be Kofi and X because of course Biggie is recovering, but there's a caveat. Both of them are baby faces and they're wrestling each other out of respect and out of love because they're doing it for Biggie and for Brody. And I got FTR winning and it would probably like make it. everybody emotional because, you know, there's a lot of love between FTR and New Day and they got a lot of respect for Biggie and all five of these dudes were great friends of the great late Brody Lee. And yeah. so um, that's obviously been very, very well documented. And I think everybody would be crying after that match is over and everybody yeah. in Rose Bowl would be like putting hands, linking arms and all uh, both FTR and Kofi and X would be taking a bow and a perfect way to close it after FTR wins and after there, there's a hand, you know, shake of respect, a uh, handshake of respect. Biggie comes out for a surprise. Um, oh, wow. Nobody Dang. expects him. And then all of a sudden, everybody's going bananas and he's got the neck brace on and they all hug it out and it's beautiful. And then cameras catch them backstage hugging it out with uh, Amanda Huber. It, it, it's. It, it, Game over. Wait, love that then match. Fade, the wait, 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 but then fade, the fade to black and then Wyndham comes out. Oh, <laughs> yes. By the way, oh, oh, gee, see, I got so hyped that I dropped my mic. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Uh, what is wrong with me today? Just, again. I'm not cutting this part out. <laughs> somebody ears out. Sorry. Oh, I just got so hyped. It's my stupid sandals. Keep these off. You mother. Your sandals? Oh. Yeah, I'm wearing my flip-flops today, man. Oh, they, 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 yeah, they got the cable. I'm sorry, listeners. My sincerest apologies. I'm just so heightened, <laughs> so emotional over the fact that I booked this match. It's great. Um, but uh, what I was just going to say, um, did you guys see the picture of um, Wyndham and uh, Sher and um, and, um, and Rowan? Uh, they they were at like, oh, yeah. a Comic-Con like a, like a few days yeah. ago. And, Sher is a Braun Oh, my Stroman. God. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, by the way, yeah, for those who don't know, Adam Scher is Braun Strowman, of course, and Wyndham is, of course, Bray Wyatt. And, yeah. uh, oh, dude, that picture just hit me. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, for Brody. So, yeah, miss, rest in peace, Brody. And massive ups to Biggie. Hopefully that recovery has continued to go well. But that's my match that I would have um, as my third match of the night. I like it. You pick FTR just up where they are now and place them in that match. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, dude. With new the day is still a new day, it, you know? New Day still the New Day. They were a great wrestling match with time. Absolutely. Yep. Give them Love like 14, it. 15 minutes. They bring the house down for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And a shout out, congrats to Wyndham, who just proposed oh, to yeah, that's JoJo. Right. Him and JoJo got Lala. engaged. Absolutely. Congrats, Mazel blessings. to both of them. Mm-hmm. Is she, uh, she's half Puerto Rican too, isn't she? I think so. I think so. Oh, dude, even better. <laughs> mi gente, I have to verify that, but I believe she is half. <laughs> yes. Um, All right. So, also, what, uh, what comes yeah. up next at one night only, my friends? 
Okay. So we have our first women's match. Mm. Love it. Here we go. In the number four spot, we have the AEW women's champion, Thunder Rosa. All right. I like it. Versus the returning Asuka. Great match. Great <laughs> match. I'm yeah. for that. I don't even know what to say about this. Right. I mean, I think it speaks for itself. Well, I, I, could, I think it does speak for itself. Yes. Intensity. Um, they would kill each other. They would kill. They would it. tear yeah. each other apart. I yeah. love yeah. it. If there's anybody that can go ahead and take the physicality that is Asuka, it's Thunder Rosa on the AEW mm-hmm. roster for sure. Maybe yeah. Jade Cargill, but Jade Cargill, I don't think is ready. Uh, kayfabe for Asuka. Oh, no. Sorry, uh, had to do it. Had to do it. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I, that's a great yeah. one. And so who's taking the victory on that? Who do you think wow. it would go over? Okay, so I want to say Asuka because she's returning and I, I want to see her. I want to see her get the W's, you know. Sure. I mean, but... Thunder Rosa's not, getting, not losing anything because this is an exhibition. It's true. She is the champ. You got to make her look strong. Yeah, I'm going to, I think, I think I'm going to go Thunder. I think I'm going to go Thunder Rosa. Yeah. How about you, Matt? You're going to have a double dick. I would say time on the draw, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's such a cop out, Matthew Bryan. They both look strong. Uh, You know what? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'm not fucking strong. You guys are soft. I'm with that. All right. Double count out. Okay. And then Jenny got uh, Oscar coming, coming back and getting the victory. I can dig it. You know, by the way, you'll be surprised. I'm not going to tell you right now, but you will be surprised about something later on. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're only a quarter of a way through. We're only a quarter of a way matches. through. Um, yes. Let's see. A what third. do I want to go Sorry. with next? <laughs> Boy, howdy. I, geez, I, I really do have a big card, but I can't go any further on this card without finally getting this match out there, and it's CM Punk versus Kevin Owens. Um, oh it's wow. just you know i, like I put that. that on there and i was like there's no way that this is not le- this there's no way that this is getting taken off this list Damn, somebody's gonna one. have to kill me um because ko has been the closest that we have gotten to cm punk mm-hmm. since cm punk and i and i truly mean that and i mean the whole yeah. package i mean wrestling ability storytelling psychology and the promos you know, mm-hmm. I know we've had Daniel Bryan. I know that we've had Adam Cole. I know that we've got Sethi Poo. Um, we've got AJ. I can, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> People always laugh, but I oh, you don't know that he calls him Sethi Poo now. Sethi Poo. I, yes, for those of you who don't know, I do call Seth Rollins Sethi Poo, and I continue to do so. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, this is an absolute dream match, and I could just see I love the it. build. If you give this, if you this. You know what? Imagine the promo the work on that. The promo, that's it, actually Forget that's where it. I was heading at, Jenny, because I was going to say this would give me punk Kingston vibes in the best way possible, except it's one of those like KO is angry because punk left. Mm-hmm. And now that he's back, you know, there's no other way that he can go except to face him because he's been his hero, but he needs to overcome his hero in order to kind of like be considered one of the greatest of all time. And it, this, this story would write itself right here and it would blow the roof off. Um, I mean, legitimately, Punk and KO would go and it would be awesome. I would, I would, I would literally give my hard-earned salary to watch Punk versus KO one day. I really would. I love that. I'm a little jealous yeah, of that one. That's a too. good one. 
That yeah. was that was that was beautiful. Because both those names, <sighs> obviously, we played around with both those names, and they never came together. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it, you know so, it, after seeing KO finally get a chance to main event at WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin, even though people can say all they want of, oh my God, now he's in a, now he's in a feud with Ezekiel. First of all, he's getting Ezekiel over like nobody's business. So that's <laughs> the first thing. And second of all, I'm never going to look back on the fact that he's ever getting misused again. He literally main evented night one with the greatest of all time. I've, yeah. I am good with KO. Yeah. For the, like, give me one more KO title reign. And I'll be like ecstatic. I'll be like, Kale, you can retire now. You can be happy and you can hang out with your wife and kids. You because you've done it. You 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 don't need to prove anything else. So KO is the man. Can I ask you something? Not to get off to like maybe an honorable mention or something, but I Matthew, wanted to you ask were allowed you this. to ask me anything you want, my friend. So Go ahead. was there any thought in your camp about doing KO and Jericho to continue that or put a bow on that? You know, that never even came across because the first thing that I went to was KO and Punk. And was I KO and left. Punk. Okay. You okay. know, Fair enough. golly, that's actually, that is, you want to talk about con- continuity. You know, when I talked about FTR and New Day, that's the continuity right there, KO and, and Jericho. That's brilliant. I don't have it here, but I'm just saying. Uh, it that's was, a, it, yeah. It's a shame that we didn't even think Matt about Matt brought it, it up is, and I shot it down. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jenny, I, it's all, you know what? It's cool, Jenny. It's cool. That's, yeah, that would have been. That's brilliant. That is brilliant beyond brilliant. And I wish somebody would have kind of had picked, you know, thought of that a little bit harder. But yeah, that's on me. But I'm not mad at KO versus Punk. No, that's that's a good I'm, one. Really I like good. that pick. I like that. Yeah. All right. Where, where are we at now? This is this okay. the fifth match on the card, right? Fifth, yes. All right. Okay. We have Jungle Boy versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Interesting. I like it. Man, that would be a banger and a half. That, that's, mm-hmm. That is for sure. Banger yeah. and a half. And I don't know, man. Very different characters, but I think he... Jungle Boy has the ability to be that next AJ Styles in sort of a different capacity, not the same character. Yeah. But as far as in-ring work goes and charisma goes, he could be there. And uh, I think this is one of those things, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you can, mm. you can object to me. Oh, I will. But I think this is one of those where AJ beats him. It's one of those get over in a losing effort sort of thing and sort of the pass the torch sort of match. Sure. Which I got to get that, that handshake like at the end. And for me, as far as a build goes, I just, I just picture AJ coming out. You build a couple of weeks, like who's AJ going to face at the pay-per-view? Who's he going to pick, you know? And then he drops Jungle Boy, sort of like how Adam Cole did it, like when he first came to AEW. That was like his first big feud was with Jungle Absolutely. Boy, you know, and that was his first match, I believe, on Dynamite or Rampage, something with it Jungle was. Boy one on one. Yep. Um, and everyone that all the veterans that come in, they want to work with Jungle Boy. Man, who wouldn't want to work with Jungle Boy? He's going to be the guy. Uh, he's one of the well, pillars. He's one of the there, pillars. So. Yeah. He's oh been yeah. One of the pillars for sure. in AEW for since since AEW was announced. You know, you have Hangman, you've got Sam, you've got MJF, Jungle Boy and uh, Darby those are those have been the pillars that they've been building this company around for the last three years and so you know people forget about it because he hasn't quote-unquote reached the heights that Darby has or MJF or Sammy but I mean he's legitimately one of the best wrestlers on the roster and the dude's like 26 it's it's pretty ridiculous um I like that a lot Um, I do have AJ on my card as well yeah 
He will be. Yeah. He will be appearing sometime soon. And what do you got he, number five. Yeah. You know so, what? I'm going yeah. back to the ladies. I'm going back to the ladies. Okay. You mentioned Thunder earlier. You mentioned Oscar. Yes. yes. Um, I mentioned that I have a tag match in the ladies. Okay. And I put this together because it may not make sense, but it may make sense at the same time. So here we go. Oscar, Bailey, Bex, and Char versus Sheeta, Tony, Ruby, and Thunder. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of star power in that match. There's a lot of star power. I couldn't listen. I couldn't like negate mm. all, any eight of those ladies, in particular, three of the four horsewomen. Like, I wasn't going to leave them off. Yeah. But then I was like, I like Thunder. I love Sheeta. And Ruby's my gal. And Tony Storm is a massive signing for them, who's also right. a former WWE gal. You know, and the first ever NXT, uh, the second ever NXT UK Women's Champion, I believe, was it Rhea? Did Rhea win first? Or was it was it Tony? I can't. No, she was Tony, and then Rhea beat her later, right? Tony, uh, Tony was first. It was okay, and yes. then Rhea beat yeah. her afterwards. That's right. Um, so that's a lot of star power, and I think it goes yeah. back to in a very similar fashion where I booked, you know, the Fatal Four Way Ladder Match, where you know Vince says my best high flyers, and then both of them, blah blah blah. He says, you know what? I need a team of women because I've already got Sasha over here and I've got another match that I've laid out over here. I want the four best of my girls to be able to go up against the four best of theirs. Who do I got left? Well, you got Becky, you got Char, Bailey comes back and Asuka's already back. Who does Tony go ahead and get? Well, he's got his AEW Women's World Champ available and who's he going to go ahead and pair up with them? Well, how about a former AEW Women's World Champion, Sheeta? Tony, who's his big signing, and Ruby, who he needs the backup. So I think it books itself. Um, yeah. For craps and giggles, I would want, I'm going to book it. I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to have Thunder and the AEW gals go over. It's a perfect way oh. to go ahead and put over the AEW women's roster to have them go over four of WWE's finest, one of them being two, one of the greatest of all time, and the other two are not top female top performers regardless of gender period at the top of their game it's i it's a perfect way to put over that women's division so that's that's how i, I like that. it i yeah. like it heavy hitter status oh go ahead no you first i was gonna say we purposely tried to stay away I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that we right. purposely tried to stay away from the multi-person match sure i totally respect to make that. it harder on ourselves because i, I could have been like throwing a battle royal in there and been like you know whatever no no, no i there. didn't want to go there no i, I, I of course it was yeah. a three on three but then I forgot about Thunder. And I was like, I can't like leave Thunder out on the cold. I was like, I'm going to have to go ahead and switch this up. Let me bring in Char over here. Because originally I had Charlotte in a singles match, of course, right? Um, but then I was like, you know what? No. Charlotte gets too much love. Let's put her in a tag team match where she helps elevate everyone else around her, in particular her opponents. So it made it, that's that's how it made the most sense to me. But I'm sorry to cut you off. I apologize. Go ahead. No, 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 no worries. But it, it's um, I like it a lot, and I think that if if they booked it, not like your typical eight woman or eight man tag, it would be fantastic. Obviously, it would definitely get there. time. You get all your top give them, women in there. You got to give the women the time to do their thing. 
Yeah. Like, don't let it be a freaking five minutes. Let everybody get their sorry, right. my voice cracked. Let everybody get their <laughs> stuff in. Let everybody get their stuff in. Yeah, one hundred percent. Listen, mm-hmm. there's a reason why to me, Bianca and Becky delivered at WrestleMania. They got the third most amount of time on night one. They got a little over eighteen minutes. Mm-hmm. If that match goes any shorter, it doesn't breathe. It just didn't. Yeah, it wouldn't have been able to breathe. And because they gave it the right amount of time, Becky and Bianca breathed unlike anything else could, and it was magic. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I think I've said this, but I'll tell you guys straight up. Like, you guys know how much I loved Bianca versus Sasha last year. I had, I think that was the best women's match in WrestleMania history until it was upped by Becky and Bianca. Like, yeah. That's how now to be fair, I'll have to rewatch Becky and Bianca and see how I feel about it a month. I kind of want to rewatch them as well. I, I feel like we Make should comparison. But yeah. in real time, like those last like six minutes were really, really special. Really yeah. special. So, anyways, I'm sorry, we got off track. Uh match six, I believe, Matthew and Jennifer. Please carry on. Um, you are that's next. my turn. Yep. Yes. <clears throat> here we go. Now, this is gonna surprise you, I think. Love it. I, I because love we put this on here um, and putting this on this card knocked some other maybe bigger named individuals off the card. Okay. But this this we want. And we were both very adamant about this match. It's a tag match. All right. All right. So we have Private Party versus the street profits i love it i love it i had the profits on my list and then i switched them out similar (laughs) gimmicks obviously but i mean you make this like a tornado tag all the spots that they could do Mm -hmm. the aew tornado tags have been slaying as of late dude they really have you know they got that formula down they really do yeah Yeah, i mean that's just i'm uh yeah. I mean, Montez and, and Mark, Qu- I, mean, I mean, you don't even have to, like, I don't even have to explain yeah, the match to you. Dude, I mean, you guys, Montez you, and Isaiah would be just knows. jumping all over the place, and it would be glorious. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, guilty pleasure. It would be a spot fest, yeah. obviously, but. there's that's And that's okay. It's going to be, it would be awesome. Right. <laughs> that match would slap, dude. Yes. Yeah. Especially with how good. How, how great I should say the street profits have become because I think that if there was any haters, myself included, and I'll, I'll be the first one to out myself on this. When they came up to the, to the main roster, I feel like they kind of flopped a little bit. Like they were not as good as they were in NXT. Oh, and it yeah, took yeah. them yeah. a year and a half to get those wheels running below them. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, here we go. And do you think that at this point they're at that level as they that they were when they were in NXT at this yes, point? Yes, especially after yeah. that WrestleMania match. And if they turn the profits heel, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. they 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 definitely delivered with RK Bro and the Alpha Academy at WrestleMania, which mm-hmm. I knew they would, but you know, Montez has never not sucked on the mic. Like he's always been solid on the mic. It was Dawkins that I thought needed to catch up, and Dawkins has continuously progressed every single time I see him on the mic or I see him in the ring, in particular in the ring. There was a, 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 not last year, but the year before, they had their match with the New Day, and Dawkins surprised the hell out of me, and I was like, Mm -hmm. Dawkins has it. 
He's got it yeah, figured out. He's got it. The profits are, they're moving exactly in the direction that they need to be moving on. So yes, um, to answer your, your question, yes. So what people people don't realize with them too, as part of their um, assimilation into the main roster is that before COVID, not a lot of people think about this, before COVID, they were red hot when they were doing yeah. the crowd entrance and then there was no crowds, Thunderdome. Yeah. And then when they came back, they weren't doing that crowd entrance anymore. That's what kind of separated them from everybody else mm-hmm. and kind of took them to that next, you know, level mm-hmm. uh, as far as that's concerned. So they kind of got a little stale because of that. I agree. That's um, actually, that's yeah. a, what, a, yeah, what a wonderful a way to put that out because um, it, it, it's true. That was part of their gimmick. Um, but the interesting about it is, the interesting about them now is I feel that so we we want the smoke is their tagline right and there's very very few times that a tagline can work as a face or a heel and telling somebody in a low voice of we want the smoke could work on such a great level as a heel team if you give them that intensity and you allow them to be that physical presence especially if you have dawkins roll like mow people over and Montez can do whatever he wants, it'll work. So yeah, I agree. The profits versus heels private party, banger and a half, dude. hundred yeah. percent. And we didn't even talk about private party. I say Cassidy's a star in the making too. Um, so yeah, I like that a lot. Who and who goes over? Are you gonna have private party go over? Or are you gonna have the profits go over? Probably the profits. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree okay. with yeah. that. I like that. Um, I feel like I've picked a lot of AEW winners tonight. I need to go ahead and switch it up here. So it's funny. <laughs> we picked a lot of WWE winners tonight. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, should I go with my tag, my big tag match next? No, I need to save that. Um, you know what? I did tell myself that I was going to somehow, some way include the um, uh, include Danielson and Mox in some way, shape, or form. I'm not including them in a tag match though. So I have decided to go ahead and split it up. Um, they have decided to go ahead and each represent the club, but they're doing it in one-on-one matches. So the first one being, we're going back to the well, and we are doing Danielson versus Styles. I just there was no way I could not do it. I know that we've seen it multiple times. Okay. And guess what? They've all been bangers. Okay. Yes, they have. Do no wrong. (laughs) This Danielson. Yeah. This. Yeah. This Danielson. Thank you. I'm so glad that you brought that up because for years, Matthew and Jenny, I was saying that AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world to me. That's that's my own personal opinion. However, Mm -hmm. over the last over the last year and a half, he has dropped from one to like around the three range, which is by the way ridiculously high, right? Um, yes. Danielson mm. shot back up to number one. So <laughs> yeah. it's it, it, especially after um, the run that he went on last year in early 2021 when he was finishing up his run with WWE, the stuff that he did with Roman, um, everything, uh, I couldn't negate him anymore. And then as he took AEW by storm last summer, I was like, Brian Danielson is back to being my number one wrestler on the, in the world today. Um, and so there's no better way than to put these two against one another because it's a, a, a respect match, if you will. It's a, it's a crowd yeah. favorite. It's two of the best wrestlers in the world, two guys that respect each other to no end. You put them in the middle of the ring at the Rose Bowl, 
you know, you let them work for 15 minutes and you just see, you just see what's going to happen. Um, I will have AJ Styles going over on Danielson because I've never seen AJ Styles beat Brian Danielson. Um, and I thought that that was a nice tidbit to let them marinate on. Um, and so, yeah, I got style. I got styles beating bridey, if you will, in the Rose Bowl. Clean. Yeah. That's, that's clean in the middle. Yeah. I like it. That's one of those near perfect matches too. If yeah. not perfect between yeah, those two. Come on. Smackdown matches. Oh my Probably God. The best, best the, match yeah. in Smackdown history. One of the best matches in Smackdown history. I agree. I agree. Both the yeah. Intercontinental Championship match and their WWE title match. It was Correct. insane. Yes. I love right. it. Where are you guys at? My turn. No, you're no, it's Jenny's turn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we got MJF with Sean Spears. In his corner, obviously. Of course. Versus Randy Orton with Ric Flair in his corner. I knew you guys would do that. I knew it. I knew you would pull the trigger. I, I knew it. I but Flair is a surprise. Flair is a surprise. surprise. Yes, yeah. that's fine. For the show, yeah. But as soon as you said that you would rather go ahead and omit star power and choose storytelling and ring psychology yeah. and ring work, I was like, he's not choosing Miz versus MJF because he's – I knew it. <laughs> you ah, you hooligans. It's fine, though. Hooligans. That sounds like fire. <laughs> Dude, the promo work and all the stuff beforehand, the back and forth between the, these two guys. But yeah, MJF digs into his history, like the bad history. With yeah, Randy absolutely. Orton, brings his family into it, you know, and, you know, Spears always has the one, they always have the one up on him in the build. Yep. And then he says he's going to bring someone to ringside to sort of even the score. And now comes Nate, you know, with their history being, you know, in evolution and all that. And, you know, the, the dynamic of Nate and MJF, like, you know, Nate's chopping the hell out of him, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. It would be great. I, oh, entertainment. I like Fantastic. It, it, it sports entertainment to the max. Now, are yeah. you having... MJF N- goes over. MJF goes over. That's cool. I'm, I'm with yeah. that. My curiosity wants me to ask, A... Do you have Randy put Sean Spears with his backbreaker soup or the, the back suplex through the table? And B, what kind of RKO does MJF get to take? <laughs> oh, wow. That's a good one. Man, I don't even know. I didn't even think that deep into it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just He's saying, got to incorporate about... his scarf somehow. That, that's, that's for oh, sure. Oh, that would be brilliant. He just goes ahead and wraps it and then just, just right, wraps it, and it bangs him down. Yeah. That yeah, would, yeah. That's so simple. I love it. I really do. Yeah. That's, that's great. I like that. <laughs> I really love the fact you're incorporating Rick into that because that would make absolute sense. Him chopping mm. spears to bits. Oh, oh yeah. That's perfect. Perfect. Just with him and MJ, because I mean, MJF thinks of himself as you know, cat's meow, right? Sure. Like you know, the swag. You know, you bring out the original king and in Nate. You know, hundred percent. Oh, love it! I love Love it. it. Great storytelling. Well, speaking of MJF, you got. Oh, I'm going MJF here. Yeah. All right. Um. Now. I, 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 I tried to, again, you told me to think about this. You tried me to go ahead. You, you told me we're, 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 we're booking this card. So I chose to do, and please forgive me, but at the same time, I don't care because I really would look forward to this. <laughs> I chose to do a Ms. TV at my show. 
Huh. Okay. okay. And Miz, knowing that it's a AEW WWE crossover show, has known for years of the comparisons of a certain someone in all elite wrestling. Ah. And he finally has the opportunity to invite him onto his show. And he calls out MJF with Sean Spears. Um, okay. And so they have their segment. Now, mind you, um, I, we saw this on Monday night, and I'm wondering if this is going to be a thing going forward, but it looks like maybe Theory and Miz might have a thing going. I'm not 100% sure. But for tonight, for, for my show, they will. Okay? okay. So, yeah. you know, Austin Theory is chilling. He's with the Miz. He's learning the ropes. He's, you know, United States champion. He's, he's Vince's golden boy. And right. Vince wants him to really get the hang of it. So he's going to pair him up with the Miz. Potential storylines down the road. We'll see. But, you know, Miz cuts a promo and he's like, you know what? There's a certain someone who has been, how do I put this, mocking me for the last four years. I would like that certain person to go ahead and come on out. Crowd is anticipating. They know, but they're not sure. And then mm-hmm. Maxwell Jacob yes, Friedman gets. comes on out with John Spears. And they have- you know what? Surprisingly, I don't hate that. I don't hate I'm not mad yeah. at it either. I, I, I'm interested. I want to see it. I'm intrigued. And then what they do is they, you know, I had it break down into a small tag team match, but I actually kind of love the fact that it would just be a segment and they just, you know, and they, there's a fight that breaks out and probably MJF not holds down the ring like a baby face, but he gets the better of the Miz. And that's the story. That's the start of the storyline. So that's what I'm going to go with MJF getting the better of the Miz at the Rose Bowl. Um, and somehow, some way, Sean Spears takes a skull sh- crushing finale on top of the chair because he's the chair. <laughs> work, work that in Love there it. somehow. Got it. Got to. <laughs> That's cool, man. I like it. I yep. do. Yep. All right. I believe it. I believe it's you, Matt. Right? It is me. So this what is got, match brother? number. Uh, what are we up to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Match number eight. Okay. Okay. We're getting there, man. We're Don't getting there. Stretch. So I have, we have, one of the pillars of AEW. Okay. Darby Allen. All right. Versus the demon Finn Balor. Ooh. (laughs) I'm not mad at that. No snip. Okay. Just Darby Allen versus demon Finn Balor. Okay. I have a feeling you go with Darby going over. Finn. <laughs> yeah, Darby would go over on Finn, a hundred percent. Darby's going over. Oh Dar- yeah, Darby yeah. is going to end the undefeated streak of the Demon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Hmm. All right. I like it. I mean, because Darby's always, and he said it. Darby's down. I believe he said it. He's got his demons too, man. You know. Yep. That's right. And um, that just it makes sense to me. Okay. I could have regular Finn there, but it just wouldn't gotta be, be, be the demon. It's gotta be no, demon. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. Is Sting is Sting ringside? No, Sting's never ringside for his singles matches, man. So no oh, Sting. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Actually, damn, that's a good one. Nice job. So Darby, Darby with Demon, Darby goes over. Okay. Clean. Perfect. All right. Okay, my tag match. It's the tag match that I've been waiting for for six years that I don't think we'll ever get, unfortunately. But if they make it happen, it's two of the, te- it's two of the greatest tag teams of their generation. It's the Usos and the Bucks. Hmm. 
I, I've been I've been pleading mm-hmm. and needing Matt and Nick versus Jimmy and Jay, and I I can't really think of many other people who don't want that match. Bros Dude, brothers. never say never. Yeah, I, brothers I, I, brothers, listen. Man. We did get FTR versus the Bucks. We ended up getting that. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and Jay. If they get one more DUI, then I can see it happening for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible well, thing to say. Please, blood, Jimmy and Jay, going no, get another DUI, please. They're um, untouchable in WWE. Basically, whatever they want, and they will only leave unless they choose to do so. Um, yeah. but. Uh, it's the Bucks versus the Usos. I mean, who who doesn't want to see that tag team match, right? And um, as it doesn't hurt me to say it because I've come, I'm, I've come. This is wow, that did not sound right. I've I've gotten on board. Excuse me, uh, more so on the on the Bucks as of late. Because um, for a while, their personalities have never rubbed me the right way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm down with being outspoken, but unnecessary smack talk especially when you're the EVPs of a company doesn't necessarily fit well with me. But as of late, I've just said kind of almost like, screw it. You know, unless they disrespect one of my boys, then I'll get upset. But for the most (laughs) part, I'll let Matt and Nick just say whatever they want because they've Mm -hmm. won me over so much with their quality wrestling. Like I can't deny it anymore. Um, And so, yeah, I'll have the bucks go over on the Usos. I love it. Yeah. You know, that was on our card too, but we but you know what i love that santana, santana ortiz, ortiz. i mean i, I like that it is I, man that's yeah actually i'm kind of, i'm really jealous that i didn't come up with that because you're so right the similarities just speak for themselves yeah um i just when you have the opportunity to put the two best tag teams of a generation against one another you kind of have to take it so i was like all right you know what it's it it's i gotta do it but Mm-hmm. I actually think that Santana and Ortiz versus the Usos could be the better match just because of the mesh of styles between Jimmy and Jay and Santana and Ortiz. So I like gritty, that. gritty 100%. as hell. And I, yeah. can say this, I will say this now that we're eight matches into this and getting toward the top of the card. We don't have the Bucks on our card. Mm-hmm. We don't. I don't have the Bucks. We, 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 we had to make mm-hmm. that choice. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. So. Yeah, and Matt was like, "We upped it to twelve matches." I'm like, you still God, get the bucks on the card. Twelve, at least like, a couple more people. I just insane. couldn't. Yeah. That is I mean, insane. I, like, yeah, I'd rather, I'd like, I'd rather watch Private Party and the Street Profits. Like, Listen. I love the Bucks. I love the Bucks, but I don't know, man. No, I hear, dude. Uh, yeah. I don't have Cole yeah. on my card. I don't have Hangman on my card. Okay. I almost didn't put Jericho. I'll get to that in a second, though. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's Where do we do at, the next. Are we up? Yeah. Oh, oh, this is good. This is good. Here I'll say go. it, then you can do like the reason behind. Because oh, you can I think the it. reason's obvious. Once I don't you know say it. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, we got CM Punk. About time. Versus Austin Theory with Mister McMahon. Wow. Corner. <laughs> I mean, do I need to say anything else? I mean, no, McMahon in the corner don't. theory, his golden boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. His little gives golden us, goose. Gives us a little scene of punk vibes. It's a different punk. It's more mature punk. Mm-hmm. You know? But, but you know, old wounds never heal. Old wounds never heal. The story is there. Love that, dude. You get theory over. Punk goes over. But in the in, but you get, it, it's the same thing punk's been doing. Yeah. Yes. 
it, you know what he did for Darby, what he did for MJF, what did, yes, what he did, what he did what for, he's for everybody, yeah. yeah. And then you throw the McMahon, you know, you get you get a little spice in there when you're cooking, mm-hmm. and you got the whole McMahon thing in there. Can I add a wrinkle um, to that? Just sure. just to jump because I love Come that on. story so much. You know what I would do? Yeah, because you know, from the outside, it looks like there's a bit of a beef between a certain former um head writer for nxt and the boss i would have it be that if there was ever one time that punk needed the help of someone i would have him bury the hatchet with triple h and have triple h be the one that is in his corner to help him out. i would i i mean that wow. would be that would be killer i would give you one further Oh, well, you you make that main event at that point. That Triple H comes out, like say Punk Scott McMahon, you know, he's ready to fucking put the boots to him or something, and then Triple yeah. H comes out, and you think Triple H is going to come to the defense of his father-in-law, of right? Mm. Yeah, but he does drops him with and then drops the old switch the Yeah, 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 I like yeah. that. There you go. Yeah. Yes. That might be bumped up the card, though. If that, that, that's, oh my God. that's pretty epic. No, that's pretty epic. What we have above yeah, us. Oh, oh, I, okay, but I think maybe I would, if that was the case, I would put that over our, our next one. No, I don't think so. Okay. Here, right, here's the thing. you got to make sure that you let matches breathe. That's the whole point, too, right? You, like In order to build a good card, you got to go ahead and make sure that you've got something to kind of level something out before you go ahead and hit them with, like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Oh my yeah, god. I yes, that, but... I love that you took my idea and one upped it on me. I am for that, bro. <laughs> yes. right. Oh my god, that's great. Okay. I am gonna go with my last ladies match because I still got one more ladies match and I want to make sure that they got a lot of spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you talked about the similarities between the profits and the and private party. Um, there are two particular ladies on both AEW and WWE's roster that have a lot of similarities, um, but they're both so equally talented and still go about their matches and everything so differently that it would make it very great. And that's, of course, Jade Cargill versus Bianca Belair. Like, I just, mm. I, I, I'm yeah, down to see that one. all day, every day. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> and I, I also... Oh. I feel like it's out of respect to go ahead and put them higher up on the card because of where mm-hmm. they got on the, where they're at on their respective divisions at right now. They're both, yeah. you know, Bianca's the top of the women's division in WWE, even yeah. though Thunder is actually the bigger champion. Uh, it seems like Jade Cargill is actually getting the better booking. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's yeah, undefeated. Sure. She sure. is being highlighted very well on Rampage every week um, as well as on Dynamite. But obviously it seems that, the TBS title is getting more repped on Rampage, and it's I'm I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. Um, because I think that you should try and keep the AEW Women's World Title and the TBS title as far apart as you possibly can. Um, but yeah, I think Bianca and uh, and Jade would absolutely slay. I would go ahead and have Bianca go over, but after a well fought match. Yeah. Just a well fought. I love that. Yeah. What a great would, pick. They would kick ass, dude. For yeah. sure. A great match. We had Jade on one of our honorable mentions, but it was not with Bianca. Oh, would it be with Sasha? No. Oh, oh, it it, it was it it had to have been your Charlotte match then. I, no. I, that's actually what I had written previously, and then I switched no. it up. None right. of the above, actually. It was none of the above. I'm curious to know who you had Shade Jade versus. It was Raquel Gonzalez, but oh, it was, I'm for that. Yeah, but I'm dude, okay like, like just no, the Bianca pick puts us to shame because yeah. I don't even think I had her. No. 
I didn't have her on any of of those matches. I have to admit, we're gonna have to do a part two. We're gonna. (laughs) I mean, there's so much that you can add. Um, but Bianca has, and again, Jenny gets full credit because Bianca was like, "Bianca's (laughs) coming. She's she's gonna she's doing it." Oh my girl! No, she's not. (laughs) She did, and I'm like, God damn it! (laughs) I mean, all you had to do, man, was watch. Yeah, it was there, man. Go, dude. Bianca's one of the rare cases where they where they took yeah a, a talent out of nxt and they just took it and they placed it here and they didn't do nothing they didn't it. change her they, they left it, it, it in her i remember the first time i saw her i was like this Is girl freaking has it yeah no when i and saw her course, on nxt know, last year's match with sasha put her up on that different level and i was like oh okay here we go mm-hmm. and she just she had a couple of rough patches last year and then the Becky yeah. thing happened, and I actually mm. think that it worked. People didn't like it at the time, but in hindsight, Becky winning at SummerSlam worked. It did exactly what it needed to do. Becky put her over like a million bucks at WrestleMania and did the job. And it ended up, I mean, Bianca's more over now than she ever has been. So it's in it's- hindsight. In hindsight, it, it definitely worked. But I, I honestly, like at the time, I just freaking hated it. Oh, no, no. I, I get hated it. it I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get it. But it's, like uh, how how epic WrestleMania was, and and it was just I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> they figured it out. Got me. And and yeah. Becky did the job, and yeah, Becky for sure was the perfect foil, was the Agreed. right foil for. So, uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, Bianca and Jade for me. Um, I still got a few matches to go, by the way. But I'm curious. To see. I, I think got, I did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where are you guys yeah. at now? You. All right. So third to last match in the card. Okay. I almost made this a triple sort of co-main event, but okay. we have we have a co-main event, so we have two that we're going to make co-main event, and this is slightly below that. But uh, we have Hangman Adam Page versus Seth Rollins. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Yes, and the whole thing behind this is I can see this as sort of cowboy shit, and Seth and his current gimmick we get the old Seth Rollins back for this match. We get, and and it's all hangman doing this, trying to get that old Seth Rollins back, sort of that, not the silly Seth Rollins, the sort of redesign, rebuild, reclaim, architect architect. Seth Rollins coming back, man. The Kingslayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kingslayer, yeah. You know, the Universal Champion, the IC Champion Seth Rollins, when he was on that incredible run. Uh, The the, the 70-minute Iron Man Seth Rollins. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Uh, versus Hangman Adam Page, let them go as long as they freaking want, man. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's it. I, I love that. <laughs> Tell it in the ring. So it's guys. interesting because this is where I add Seth Rollins for myself in my card because the next match that I have upcoming, I talked about D uh, Bride and Mox having their separate matches but still representing Willie uh, and the crew. I see where you did there. This is yeah. this is where I add Mox and Rollins. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first time in, in, since 2019, but this is John Moxley, not Dean Ambrose, obviously. And interestingly enough, I have it going in a way where Mox wants the old Seth back, and it's Mox going over on Rollins, but it uh, makes Rollins have to push himself to old Shield Architect King Slayer Beast Slayer type levels in order to go ahead and I love that. 
be like Mox. That's Mox has the guy that he wanted, and then they hug it out in the ring. Bridey and Styles come out, and everybody shakes hands. And Regal is there, and you know it's like a massive like showmanship of respect of like you a lot of love right, on your show. I love, yeah. but you know what? I, I love those moments in the shows yeah. when they when there's that. My, my like, show is a very heartfelt show. Of respect. show. <laughs> I love it. That's so I, great. I love the dynamic of this of Mox now being the absolute savage that he mm-hmm. is and then seeing seth still can go in the ring but seeing sort of the that sort of you know the joker i like to call him the joker-esque seth yeah right yeah mm-hmm. sort of dancing around the the villain, and, you know? hey listen i mean um, we're, we're in late april right now but if you had to ask me i'm not saying seth is the top performer of wwe in 2022 that's not what i'm saying but his match with roman reigns at the rumble is hard for me to get out of my brain for a variety of different reasons that was storytelling at its finest from both mm-hmm. of those gentlemen would have loved 10 more minutes uh, would have loved it hell yeah i was i, I don't know about y'all a little I short didn't for mind me. the dq finish i was down yeah. with the dq finish but yes you're right that should that should have been given like almost 30 minutes and i would have been I satisfied uh, but yeah so I got Mox going over on Rollins and then Bridie and AJ coming out with Regal and uh, just some some show of respect between the guys. And even Wheeler Yuta gets a chance to go ahead and shake shake hands with WWE's finest and uh, getting over just by shaking hands with, with Styles and Rollins. I can appreciate mm-hmm. it. So. Okay. Where, Fantastic stuff. I, I, man, these, these shows rock. Yeah. <laughs> I would, Very I would different shows. So much money to give so that. Great. I would yeah. give a How lot of money to be at one night only. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, 150 bucks a pop, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they sell out in 15 minutes. I guarantee it. Hell yeah. All right. So All right. What, we now? what we got, Jenny? So here we go. Second to last match. Yeah. We have Britt Baker. Yeah, there she is. MD versus Sasha Banks. Oh, okay. There we go. I knew that we, we would have, have a one match. <laughs> we awesome. build it as a co. We build it as a co-main. I, so, I respect that 100. percent Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's for all the reasons you, you say, said, right? Yeah. But just as far as the placement on the card, obviously a little different. Um, I respect it. No, no, I yeah. like it. I ho- I hope that me putting Sasha and Britt so low was not looked at as a detriment. On the no, contrary, no, I, I like I like your reasons for putting them at the beginning. Like I I do, and then yeah. there's the different reasons. Oh, we for we had our apprehensions of putting them here, mm-hmm. being between Hangman and Seth, and then what we have at the end, right? But I figured no, that's not a come down match, man. I mean, that's not. It's Britt and Sasha. Yeah, people want it. that. Mm-hmm. You they do want, want that. And who yes. and now? Who's going over? Would you? Are you going to put Britt over over Sasha? Or are you putting Sasha over Britt? I got to put Sasha over. I agree. I like it. Mm-hmm. But this is one of those where it's like it's a tough one. You get you get those false finishes where like you know Sasha puts the lockjaw on Britt and Britt puts mm-hmm. the bank statement on Sasha and you go of back course. and forth. Backbreakers galore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, just fantastic stuff. I like that. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and um, I had a match, but my my card is too big, and so <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna cut it because the other two I want to make sure that are on there. So please don't hate me. But Randy Orton and Chris Jericho are gonna get cut from my card, unfortunately. Ooh, Randy Orton, but Jericho. they can okay. main event 
the dynamite following. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Just like, like Vince can hang give out. like a one night, oh, one night only to go over, hang out in Tony's neck of the woods. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I did have Jericho versus um, versus Orton. I had this like elaborate like icon of each company, and I know that AEW hasn't been around for that long, but. Chris Jericho is an icon of that company. Yeah. Um, in the I same way that he's an icon of WWE, and it would have been perfect for him to go ahead and discuss, oh, oh, I'm an icon in both companies. And then Randy Orton like stakes his claim of like, I'm the icon of this generation type of steel. It would have been cool, but um, I can book that for another day because one match that I don't want to go ahead and let slide is Cody's return to AEW. Um, and I so this is my semi-main. And okay. so he comes out. And he's cutting a promo and he gets interrupted by none other than Tony Khan himself. And there's a back and forth talking about you left because you couldn't hang with all the guys that you chose to sign and you okayed and you couldn't hang and you chose to leave. And Cody gets, you know, kind of peeved and it, he basically challenges Tony to a match, but obviously Tony's not going to wrestle. And Tony tells him, no, at the double turn, you're going to go ahead and face a guy of my choosing. And that person happens to be a graduate of the Nightmare Factory. Send Hook. Oh, shiznit. So I like it. Cody versus Hook with Tony Khan in wow. Hook's corner. And um, th- th- not a double turn of any sorts here per se, because Hook is still in his, he doesn't listen to anybody. He's just going to go mm-hmm. ahead and kick somebody's ass because he wants to. And there's also that small connection of, you know, Cody's, it's very well known. Cody trained Hook at the Nightmare Factory um, before his debut, which is great. And I think that, that p- those pieces go together so well. And Hook can't get the job done because, you know, Cody's so resilient and whatnot. And this is where you see like a heel turn in in a sort of way from Tony Khan, where he basically brings in some Joe Schmoes. Let's say the gun club. The gun club rush the ring and they attack uh, Cody. So Cody wins via disqualification. And so they're beating the crap out of him. And Hook looking around being like, you know what? This is ridiculous. No, I'm not going to stand for this. And he beats the crap out of the gun club. And he sends him out of the ring. And him and Cody uh, are standing in the ring together. And Khan is getting ready to start a war on Hook. And this is the ascent of Hook going into the main event scene. Hmm. Love it. Wow, that was, there was a lot of thought put into that. You know, I, I'm telling you, man, I love Hook. <laughs> That's cool. And yeah. the, the the Tony and Cody thing, that, yeah. that writes itself right there. And I think if there was ever to be a crossover show, they absolutely need to go about it that way in some way, yeah. shape, or form, I would hope. I love it. We, had, yeah. we don't have Cody on our card. We thought the, the defection was a little too soon to sure. have any sort of intriguing matchups, but that's intriguing. That's how. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is. I think we had Hook. We played around with Hook and maybe Sami Zayn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I would have been yeah. down with that. Like, ha- the, yeah. like have it be a like a squash match in a way where Sami puts over Hook like a million bucks, like he did Johnny. Yeah, Jones. exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Sami and KO were the MVPs of WrestleMania weekend. They were incredible. Yeah, they were 100. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious to know: Do we have the same main event? 
I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe we, do. we should say. I think maybe we should say at the same time. Say okay. The same main event. All right. I, I think we might. I would hope we do, but at the same time, if you don't, I'm curious to know what yours is. So, three. Okay. Two. Two. One. Omega and Reigns. Omega and Reigns. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. The belt can you not, versus though? the tribal chief. How can you not? Yeah. Numbers one and two. PWI 500. That uh, was like the first one. one that was the first one on our list. 1A, 1B. Was yeah. The first one oh, yeah. on our list. That was- that, that was that was the that, consensus main yeah. event. Yeah. yeah, I didn't write it first because it was always in my brain. I was like, "That's my main event. I'm just gonna go ahead and lay out the yeah. best of my card before yes. I finally <laughs> drop this down first. But it was Omega and Reigns. It's been I'll Omega say Omega with Callus and Reigns with Heyman. So yeah, uh, yeah. actually, who's <laughs> going I, over? Mm. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you in a second. You said Omega with Callus and um, and uh, Reigns with Heyman. I'll do you one better. Omega with Callus and the Bucks, Reigns and Heyman and the Usos. With the Usos. Okay. After the Ooh, war okay. that they just yep. had like an hour and a half previous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like yeah. that though. I'm glad. I'm glad because I think I that the managers are so important in this. Yeah. And um, no titles on the line, but they are both. Uh, well, no. Um, do I want Omega as the AEW World Champion at this point in time? Ah, uh, that's too much thinking. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it slide and just mm. be like, nope, it's just Omega and Reigns. Um, okay, so I'm I want, I want Belt Collector. Me, I want Belt Collector Omega versus the WWE this Reigns. Universal double double Universal double champion, champion Reigns. Yeah, I can yes. feel that. Five belts, man. Yeah. Oof, that's a lot obviously of not gold. on the line, but you know, it's a yeah. lot of gold in one year. Yeah, a lot of gold, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a lot of that's it's a lot of stars. Uh, as in Meltzer stars. I mean, there's no five stars yeah. in, in, in Roman's book, but there's a lot of four and a half and four and three quarters. <laughs> and you couldn't get any more different as far as in ring work. I mean, I mean, the star power is equal, but yes. as far as in ring work, they are completely different workers. But you I think that they are, that but you know lens, what's very similar yeah. in between the two of them? Their psychology. Psychology, both absolutely. Of them are, both of them are, are excellent. They excel in, mm-hmm. in that department. Um. I, I gotta know who you got going over. Oh, there's oh, I disagree. I disagree. Really? Oh. oh, okay. I, I can I take a hint? Can I take a guess at who I think Matt's going with and who I think Jenny's going with? Okay. Yeah. I actually think Matt's going over with has Roman going over and Jenny's got Omega going over. Damn, right. he yeah. knows this very okay. well. Yes. <laughs> Roman, in my opinion, it doesn't matter what kind of show it is, who he's facing, Roman should never lose. He would, he will forfeit those titles Fair. on his own before he takes a pinfall or a submission. He's never losing. Ever. Ever. He's going to retire on, a, on like a 15-year win streak? Like he's going to pull a Bruno will, San Martino? No, he, he will... He will have to forfeit those titles. He's going to forfeit those titles. I don't think anyone's beating him. Interesting. Partially that would be because a very he interesting is who he is. Way. Yeah, he is who he is, and they haven't built anybody up to, to be a legitimate threat for him. Hey, listen, he's the biggest star in the world. He he he's the biggest professional yeah. wrestling star on the planet. There's nobody yeah. that's a bigger star than he is. It's it's. I know that's a hard pill for people to swallow, but it's the truth. Um. Listen, Roman Reigns is going to take one look 
at Kenny Omega's beautifully quaffed hair and he's not going to know what to do with himself <laughs> and he's just going to just going to tap out. And I think he he's he will it will be the whole 9 yards in this match. He kicks out a one-winged angel. He'll be the first guy to do it. And he he wins 1 2 3 middle of the ring. Who are you, who did you put over? I'm trying to think of that right now. <laughs> I actually you know what in a way to make Roman kind of look human, I almost want to go Omega, which is shocking to say because mm-hmm. I love Roman. Like Roman is my guy. Yeah. I've, Roman's been my guy for years now before even this run. I was one of the guys that stifly defended that man in 2015. And even though there's been times where I'm like, oh, I can't defend him, but he's still my guy. <laughs> I kind of defend him. But at the same time, knowingly tell people, hey, I, I recognize the the flaws here, but mm-hmm. he's still on his on on the rise. Um, it's tough. The, I mean, this is the Roman Reigns that's stacked Edge and Daniel Bryan. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's kind of tough. But then Kenny Omega, if there was one dude on the planet, if there's one dude. One single dude I can that can legitimately be booked to pin Roman Reigns one on one. It's Kenny. And it's hard. And I feel because this is an exhibition, this would be a perfect way. So if I'm booking this, which I am apparently, right? It's my show. Um yes. so on my show, I'm gonna have Kenny go over on Roman too. Because it would be a perfect, like, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's a perfect yeah. see I'm, I'm all for having like a ref bump or two ref bumps where oh. omega's got him omega's got him pinned in the middle of the ring you can count to 10 mm-hmm. and then you could come back and say i had you beat three times dude yeah but then then reigns gets the gets the clean win with a spear or whatever so oh, he you can tell that story you yeah. could tell that story where Omega had him beat maybe two or three times clean sure. and didn't get the pinfall. Okay. Listen, and then Reigns I'm, gets the pinfall. Yeah, I like that. I like that too. But yeah. I'm not yeah. mad at either way of these matches being booked. It's true. Here's here's what I will say. This is one of the few times where I'd be a hundred percent okay with seeing Roman deliver like five spears and see Omega kick out of four of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> or kick out a three, and then in order to put him down, one, two, three, he hits him with two straight. So, like, he spears him out of his boots, and instead of going to pin him, he goes back to the corner and then gets ready, and he just waits patiently for Omega to get up and then just obliterates him one more time. <laughs> and then one, two, three, Roman wins. And people are like, that was amazing. And it shows the resiliency of a baby face. So, first of all, it would be definitely a baby face Kenny has to be versus oh yeah, yeah. Peak yeah heel roman actually you know i would do heel heel and heel man i would do yeah, you do the heels, heel cleaner dude. i'm down for that yeah. too i ain't mad at that yeah i love it i would do belt collector heel omega with callus and then heel roman i'm i'm I mean, not mad at that either. it's not one of those things where it's not one of those sort of weird dichotomies where it's True. like who do i cheer for yeah nobody cares at that cheer. point they it's, just want to yeah. see it yes yeah. and, I, and i guarantee you that at both shows it would be a 50-50 split because you will oh, have yeah. 
that IWC community that has been a Kenny Omega fan base for like 15 years, but then you've got the other fan base that has come to love and appreciate the greatness that has become of Roman Reigns. So like I, I could not like, I think that in a storyline way you could have Omega work baby face, but then still do heel tactics on yeah. Roman yeah. and then Roman be more of the dominant heel where he does most of the heel work, but you know, have him, get hyped and the crowd is going crazy and he's feeding off the crowd in a sort of way because it, it, it would just be letting those two do whatever the heck they want because they're Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega. Like that's how that match works out. Roman sucks. Like yeah. it, like it. Yeah. Like it no. Heck, I don't Roman think we even hear Roman sucks chance. I think that we hear let's go cleaner. Let's, let's go, go cleaner. Roman. You know, yeah. or I, I don't know, let's go chief. <laughs> let's go chief. <laughs> Oh my God! So that's by the way, then. you know, the, the, oh my God! I think we just booked two of the greatest wrestling shows we've ever for seen. real. Oh my God! I'm just like super hyped over here, like thinking, oh my God, <laughs> shows! Why can't they happen? Oh, because they're AEW and WWE. That's oh what. yeah, that's right. Ah. Talking about Forbidden Door, Tony. Just you know, and Vince. Vince, first of all, let go of the ego. Tony, stop taking so you much. You know, it can make both men very. <laughs> very wealthy if they yes. just you know chill or i mean Listen, I, there's a lot of events i would think yeah yeah there's oh, a yeah. lot of ego and i think oh, tony khan it. has been i think over the last three years we've seen that now tony khan does have an ego himself and oh yeah you're, you kind of have to in professional wrestling that's allowed mm-hmm. yeah. um but we've also seen that tony is willing to play ball tony's willing to play ball vince is sort of cracking the door open i think that seeing mickey james show up at the royal rumble was a sign of good things that was a sign of good things um him he dipped his toe in the water dipped his I toe have my in the opinions water, on that and it was a great reaction and you know i don't think mickey james was made to look terrible at all i think she was given good enough time i mean she was never going to be one of the final people on the rumble and you should have never expected that but she did get like a solid 10 minutes in the ring and that's all you could have ever asked for. And Impact got a huge boost from that. So I think that we'll have to wait and see. I don't think we'll ever see, we'll ever see something like it. But I think that Vince at some point now that he's getting older might be allowing himself to play a little bit more ball. I'm curious to see if Nick takes over, if he'll – I feel – I do feel that Nick might be willing to go ahead and do more business like this just because he is such a business-minded individual. Nick, yeah. Nick is a That's Nick true. Con, That's a good honestly. point. You know, like all the right, budget right. cuts. Oh, yeah. That kind of business. You know, <laughs> God damn it. It's true. Nick, you suck sometimes, man. But <laughs> at the same Nick. time, him and The Rock are cool. Maybe Rock will tell him stop firing people. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right? <laughs> Who knows? Um what a show guys what a what a what, what a an absolute show. treat that we did can i take i i have a feeling we went over well over two hours i actually probably I did for um, sure i take 30 i won't get in deep on these but i have to take 30 seconds to run down what i had in my notes that did not make this card let's do it what do you got real quick real quick it's just shooting it out real quick spitfire here okay all right biggie will hobbs love it oh Oh, uh, Santos Escobar and Andrade. Yes, Edge, please. Edge and Christian. Uh, I, I mentioned. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I had Raquel and Jade, uh, Moxley and Champa, 
That would have uh, been slapped. That would have slapped. Yeah. Pack and Pete Dunn. Uh, Pack I also and had, Pete I Dunn had... or Pack and Butch? No, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, the bruiser weight, man. Uh, Bucks and New Day. Uh, Styles and, and Cole. Day. Yep, Styles and Cole. Okay. Uh, I can't see. Oh, Eddie Kingston and KO. That's very similar. Very similar. Yeah, very I know we similar. mentioned that before. Yeah. Uh, Mysterios and Lucha Brothers. Sheeta and Asuka. Ricochet and Dante Martin. Ricochet and Dante Martin. Wow, that's a lot of high flying right there between that's yeah. Dante I know. Martin. It's like disgustingly. <laughs> yeah. So just... I, I love Asuka versus Sheeta, but I actually think I would one up you. And I, if I were to have, if I would have given Sheeta a one on one match, I may have given it to Io. Oh, hmm. missed opportunity. No, yeah. I mean, they, well, you, they don't, both you don't were... have an honorable mention list there. You don't have a, you don't have an extended well, list. Well, it's a, I, I actually we canceled a, Jericho I, and I, I canceled um, K, Jericho and Orton. Orton, that's um, right. So yeah. that would be on there. Um, I, I, tr- I really did my best to try and figure out what the twelve or thirteen best bet. You know what? I, if anything, if I were to be able to go ahead and go back and not make it a segment, I would have, I would have done MJF in the Miz. I just would have. But I feel yeah. that the real meat of that is the promos. Like, I'm the sure promos. the match is no, really right. fun, but it's the promos that everybody would want to see. Uh, that's probably that's how I would have done it, too, yeah. if, I, if I had the Miz on the card. Exactly. So, um, yeah. so that, that There's that. Um, another mm-hmm. one was, um, you know, I had, had I not done FTR versus the New Day, I really would have liked to have seen FTR versus the Alpha Academy, because I really think that Gable and Otis have just turned it around and they have yeah. genuinely become one of the best tag teams in the world. Gable I love has been them a as a tag wrestler. team. Yeah. yeah. O- Otis, yeah. Gable's you know, a national treasure. Exactly. Gable <laughs> is a national treasure and Otis is so far away from what he was with Mandy, but in, in yeah. a great way. And by the way, I loved him with the Mandy storyline. So like it was I. great. Yeah. Um, it was very funny. It, but he's so different and he's gone to this like badass who hangs out with this hilarious dude but he's the muscle in a weird way like it's tremendous um so i would if if i wouldn't have done ftr versus new day i would have done ftr versus the alpha academy and um let me see what else you know what who was it that i had i had i had nyla versus somebody um in my head and i chose not to go about it that way oh you know what? You you mentioned Raquel. I absolutely would have given Ny- Nyla Rose versus Raquel. I, I that that would have been like that. powerhouses galore. Yeah, right there, yeah. like solid five six minutes just beating the snot out of one another, and seeing Raquel see if Raquel can do the Chicana bomb on her. Oh yeah. Or that what that's is that the name of it? The Chicana bomb? Yeah, that's what she calls it. Yeah. Oh God. Hitting Nyla with that, game over, dude. I've been like, I'm done. I I don't need to see anything else. Like this chick is a G. Boom, game over. Um, yeah, so that's probably my yeah. I probably do that. I think that's a solid honorable mentions list. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what a card that was built for wrestling with respects one night only. Uh, I hope that both you ways, know the man. double turns sure. card. Uh, again, I know it sounds like a lame name, but again, it is there was a there was a double turn in a way. It was Hook 
going babyface. Tony mm-hmm. Khan, Tony turning completely heel, and you know people coming in getting booed and leaving getting cheered. Um, so that was the whole press. I know, I know it's like very babyface, everybody hugging it out type thing. But you know what? That's my show. Okay. Yeah. Do what you want. God damn it. That's what I'm talking. About. I love man. You don't have to explain yourself. No, but um, thank you guys so much for coming on, dude. I always appreciate you guys. Our pleasure, Um, always. And um, if you guys, anybody who's listening, who is not familiar with the work of Wrestling With Respect, go check out their catalog. Um, They haven't dropped an episode in a while. As small as it is, yes. But you know what? It's it's good. It's about quality with you guys, not quantity. Um, and that's that's something to always be respected because every single we're really time testing that out now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it has been since November of 2021 since you guys last dropped an episode, and that happened yeah. to be an episode that dropped on here as well. So I yeah, totally respect true. that. <laughs> but please, actually, go listen to that episode because that episode freaking rules. Um, awesome, really did. And um, all the episodes that we've done with you guys, which is now this is going to be number five, I think, this is the fifth episode we've done together um and here's to a lot more because uh matt did say that he was going to go ahead and come on very very soon and that means that we have to go ahead and drag jenny by the feet and bring her on (laughs) um i'm just kidding jenny you know that you can come on anytime of course Um, but uh what an absolute treat um anything coming up with either metal rock whiskey or wwr in the next like few weeks or anything that we should be aware of not wwr obviously we're pretty active on twitter um for the most part metal rock and whiskey we get shows in when we can mm-hmm. we got some good guests coming up i don't want to give anything away but uh yeah we're chugging along man awesome 30 episodes plus right now so still going strong love to see it man love to see it um well guys go check them out at respect pod on twitter and then wrestling with respect on instagram iconic dad 24 7 the real jenny lala on instagram um they you know they're they're awesome they're they've become one of my one of my very very good friends in this podcasting space i hold them very near and dear to my heart so i appreciate you guys um yeah (laughs) you guys know that you guys have this is our feel good moment now yeah this is our feel good moment this is where we go ahead and come out and you know the roses are being thrown at our freaking feet um which they should be um but uh yeah I, i look forward to having you guys on very very soon um and um go check out uh us on twitter tdt wrestling pod of course and then on instagram the rest oh my god why am i butchering my own name the double turn podcast on instagram and then you can check me out at the one and only jman19 and then if you want to go ahead and see again ross putting up random stuff about ddp and wcw 2000 and anything on botch club because that's what makes him laugh and laugh hysterically you can go ahead and check him out at ross real boss 85 what's up Botch Club is awesome, man. Botch yeah, Club, not Botch Club, cool. man. Yeah, the, the, I forget his name. Everybody calls him Botch in the same way they call Pipe Bomb Pipe. But shout out to Botch and shout out to Pipe, dude. Like, they got great Instagram pages, so I'm not mad at it at all. Um, Especially but, when they like dub Morrow's voice over or like a call from Jr. or Moro Ronaldo over like whatever the whatever or, video. Any time that they add Vince's crying thing from from <laughs> the last ride, it's tremendous. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. It's, it's incredible. Um, but yes, uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed it. Um, let us know, um, in the comments on Apple or on Spotify or wherever you go ahead and comment, or when we finally post this up on Instagram, what would your dream card be between eight, uh, you know, of course, all credit to Matt hashtag AEWWE, um, <laughs> which is such a great little hashtag. I feel I 
want that to stick so bad. Um, <laughs> let us know what your dream cards would be. Who were you be? Who would be your dream matches? I know that there's a lot of people that we left on the table. I know that people would want to see Randy Orton, perhaps RKO. Oh my God! Could you imagine Randy Orton RKOing the living hell out of Sammy Guevara off a of six thirty? Yes, dude. Game over. Or Darby going for a what do you a coffin drop and he does a reverse RKO. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just marked out. Okay. I just, Don't pull out of your chair there, buddy. Oh my God. I could have, I, I almost had my own Vince moment right there. Yes. Oh my God. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much on behalf of Jenny. Thanks for having of, us. Oh, it's a pleasure. And uh, we will definitely have you guys on very, very soon. Hopefully we can go ahead and do it sometime after Memorial day at, um, maybe on the lead up to forbidden door. Cause um, and um, maybe we can go ahead and hang out and discuss a little bit of double or nothing at some point in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys know that you guys are welcome. And if you need to go ahead and get the wrestling stuff out of your system, come to TDT since you can't do WWR because you guys are basically yes. um, honorary co-hosts at this point. Um, <laughs> but on behalf of Jennifer, on behalf of Matthew, I have been the J man. You have been listening to the double turn podcast and we'll go ahead and catch you guys on the flip side. Have a great night, everybody. Later, everybody. Bye.